This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Ty Drago of Sargantanis, Mars Angel of Belmung, and Yo Koinonia of Diabolos. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Coming up this week on Checkpoint Radio, Overwatch League Stage 3 playoffs are in the book. We've got results and analysis, but more importantly, are you getting fatigued on OWL as a fan? Plus, we'll play another round of Name That Price with VR components. That's all coming up on your source for eSports and video game discussions, Checkpoint Radio from Westwood One. Join me, Nate, Robbie Norris, and Joe for Checkpoint Radio. Listen on demand Tuesdays at our website at CheckpointRadio.com. Oh, it's 30 minutes to dinner time and you have a full litter of kittens to feed? What is a single working cat girl to do? Never fear, Choco Helper is here. Our box pasta dinners go from zero prep to mealtime in under 20 minutes. Simply brown some chocobo meat, add the seasoned packet of noodles, and cook for 10 minutes. Presto! Dinner is served. Enjoy popular flavors like chocobo fried rice with avnarian onions, blood pepper choco chives, or crackabows and popatoes. Find Choco Helper in the boxed meal section of your local market board. Choco Helper, it's what's for choco dinner. Live from Aorzia. I don't get it. Ascalia. Holy shit, totally forgot about him. And Mika. Oh my god. LimitBreakRadio.com Five, four, three, two, one! Welcome to Limit Break Radio, episode 158. Happy to have you guys along. Twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. If you happen to be listening on the podcast and you find yourself with time on Sunday, then uh, head on over to twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio every Sunday because we would love for you to join us live here on Twitch. You can also join us by calling the show Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash, slash Discord. I'm joined today by Kahlo. What's going on, Kahlo? Hey, what's up? And I want to send just a really quick to everyone out there. Fucking call today. We're training a new intern, and if you don't call, he doesn't learn. There, that that That's right. <laughs> uh, congratulations to Lloyd. Also, congratulations to Nika, and happy Mother's Day for your oh, bajillions you. of children that you <laughs> take time off to have. I understand you're going to be having another one shortly. <laughs> Two weeks, yep, another one, like my 82nd or something like that. Oh, well, congratulations to you. Happy Mother's, Thank you. Happy mother's <laughs> Thank Day you. to all the mothers listening out there. 
Uh, don't let your kids listen to this show for sure. They'll definitely grow <laughs> or up. <to> do <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> I don't want to be responsible for a kid listening to this shit uh, and to then be fair, repeating what he hears. To be fair, if the parents let them listen, they're responsible. That's true. That's true. But then you get angry parents like, I can't believe that you would say this on Twitch, and then they report us to Twitch, and then Twitch gets all angry with us. And but that's a lie. Twitch has actually never gotten angry with us. <laughs> I was gonna say for all of the dumb stuff that we have ever done on the show and there is a ton of it whether it's been calling out a youtube channel so bad that it ended up closing uh or uh starting Roll, f- without rolling all of your all of your shirts up for your your beautiful <laughs> cleavage i mean yes there was that in solidarity <laughs> with uh with zoe what's her nuts and then uh there was uh god there was the tattoo right like, oh yeah yeah i feel like the tattoo alone the tattoo alone should. right yeah. like, what about the body shots robbie did off of Jeff? oh god I mean, there have been a lot of things. There's no, no. There have been a a lot of things that uh, have have happened on this channel that have been uh, somewhat unpleasant. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So, uh, welcome to to Limit Break Radio. Uh, if you want to join us live, of course, in Sergeant Tannis, you can do that. We are in the Goblet Fifth Ward, Plot Number Thirty. You can visit the Limit Break Radio Studios, which will uh, will will pop over to there. Uh, so, we invite you to you know wave at the camera, uh, take your clothes off for the camera. You yeah. can do all of the naughty things that <laughs> Square Enix does not want you to do on Twitter. You can just do them here that's fine you can do your dirt here as i say we just had some uh i'm hoping that was a human not a rogan and just bouncing her tits in front of the camera no that was definitely a rogan and it was gross super gross following podcast will give your children a leakage so listener discretion is severely advised why does our podcast cost anal leakage of all things i don't i don't know I, i i don't ask questions anymore i also, mean rogan and boobies are the biggest uh, and the best. god why <laughs> Welcome back, Mrs. Yoshida. Hashtag praise Juxta. It's it's not all about size, Nika, because I'm pretty sure that Skuro has some pretty big ones as well. <laughs> anyway, uh, so obviously I was not here last episode. I think we should just move right into uh, what we <laughs> no. planned for today's show because we have a lot of it. There, right? We do we're, actually. We're there down a, a man. There is a lot. There is a lot. But I I dare not even call it a show last week. Like I mean, you guys did. I mean, that's fair. It was less than an hour. We tried. Was it? Did, was it? Did you though? Was did it? you? Did you actually? We went, I could have swore we went over an hour. I don't. I don't. No, think we it did was. go over an hour. Nah, yeah, I was actually nah. pleasantly surprised at how much content we got out of our last. Don't show. call it that. It was definitely <laughs> it content. Content. Some kind of content. Re- reading fanfics is content. The definition now. of content is what is inside of the show, and the show had content. <laughs> I teach my children this every week when I talk to them about the table of contents. The contents are what's oh, inside the book. Oh, man, you are reaching to the, the bottom table, of the barrel right whatever's now. whatever's inside of our show What was inside was of the last episode was weird boners. That's the only thing. Wait, you got a boner from that? I didn't, but I'm sure somebody did. <laughs> but that's the only content of that show. No, we talked... You read bullshit off of Reddit, and then you read fucking fanfics. We watched the Final Fantasy twelve being perfect for a Yorzia thing. Or we oh, talked Ivalice, about Ivalice it. Evilise being perfect. Yeah, Evilise, that thing. Content, a.k.a. what was inside of Aniero. <laughs> the only thing you'll find inside of me is a lot of whiskey farts and anger. Rage. Salt. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Anyway, uh, so yeah, no, that I, 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 we tried. I, I, I. Thoroughly apologize for last week's episode because this is, uh, uh, of course, this is all my fault. Okay, you know what? Hundred percent because I didn't have power. You Look, guys couldn't come up with a decent episode. Let's meet on middle I ground sat, here. I sat around in this fucking apartment all weekend with just no power. Ball for Nika since she doesn't need boobs. I, I mean, ball, a, a ball fund. I guess that's weird. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. I mean, look, I th- there's some middle ground. Are to there find prosthetic balls? I mean, I know there are there are, <laughs> there are prosthetic balls. I know that there are. They make them for dogs. But uh, you for know, actually, for well, Rogan, hold on, though? hold on. You know what? Actually, that might be one of the cheaper things. I feel like all we would have to do. I mean, we, we she would have to find some place to get semen, put the semen in the ball, and then press a button to like eject it, and then she basically has you know penis and balls. Well, trans men can get penis. You're deflecting off of the terrible. All right, look, you're okay. You're right. Was the, last the show episode. was bad, okay? First of all, well, it wasn't good. I had like five hours to prepare that show, okay? So we were all hit, like blindsided by the fact that you didn't have power because we did have a great show planned, all right? We did. Uh-huh. And to be fair, after the show, what the happened? Stream what, that why we couldn't did, you just do the great show that you had planned? Because we need we need the drop. We need the the. We need we the board. need you we need and, the, your, um, and the audio. Oh yeah, well yeah. Uh, you yeah so, clearly. But to be fair, the stream we did afterwards was fantastic. And if I remember correctly, well, why didn't even, I fucking podcast? That someone <laughs> even tweeted directly at you saying how amazing it was. I don't recall that. I can find the tweet. I don't recall that. <laughs> I can at find all. the I tweet. think you're a dirty fucking liar. Anyway, I personally apologize for last week's episode. I'm using air quotes for episode uh, because, yes, I was uh, without power for three days. I was trapped in this goddamn apartment with no water, no power. You had a cat, though. I d- yeah, I had a cat, but I had to go out and procure water for the cat and I. <laughs> Did you know we can provide electric services with the same quality of our high-speed internet service? Thank you, Comcast. I'm assuming that's who that was. Good thing you live right next to a, uh, a river, right? Uh, yeah, right, yeah. Except I wasn't going out to the river. I had to go out to the places that had power. Which was, I mean, you had to drive at least four or five miles to find a place that had power. At least I wasn't alone in that regard. But um, it was weird. It was def, dude. It was definitely like, like I had some some kind of like uh, echoes of fallout going on there. Like you would go out. It, it would be noon, right? And you would go out into the hallway. Now the hallway has no exterior windows so it would be oh. pitch <laughs> fucking black in the hallway. Did you turn the light on on your pit boy? <laughs> no, I had I had a gigantic flashlight that, that I kept with me basically at all times. Alright, well be careful because the, the light can spook ghouls sometimes. It makes it easier to spot you if you're trying to stealth. Well, uh, dude, yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. There was one night where I came down to the first floor. It was about 2am because I kept going out to my car to recharge my portable batteries oh. right well but i mean like okay so no, i get it i get right? it like there's yeah. no power so you throw your cell phone into into uh mobile hotspot mode and you've got the 
iPad. I was watching live TV. I was watching CNN <laughs> in a power outage, right? I had people knocking on my door asking me how the fuck I had power. I was like, it's just a battery pack, right? But I was charging them out in my car. It was like they two, offered him 500 caps for it. It was like 2 a.m., right? And I've got my I've got my uh, my my super bright flashlight and I come down to the first floor. Jesus At Christ! You wouldn't go hungry with the Mrs. Freshly snack cakes in the vending machine. <laughs> vending machines don't vending work, machine bro. didn't have power unless I was willing to break the glass, which I wasn't. I'm not a fucking savage. Anyway, so I've got the the flashlight, and it. God damn it! It's Mother's Day episode. You should have had Escalia and one of his her fertilized eggs on the show. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? We it. had the weirdest listeners, I well, swear to, to God. To be fair, that was Frumpy Raccoon, so I he's know. basically juxta. Fair enough. Anyway, so I've got I've got the the flashlight, and I shine it down the hall, and I think I see something like maybe past the elevators, but on the other on the other side of the hallway. And as I get closer, it like just kind of like vroom, like moves into the wall. Like it was fucking bizarre, dude. Hate us donating. I didn't even know what that said. What was it? What was it? I want my bits back since you hate us donating too fucking bad. <laughs> Get fucking bent. Uh, anyway, um, but <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I think I think this building is legitimately haunted. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah, it's terrifying. Anyway, um, all right. So we do have a lot to talk about, and we've kind of wasted uh, enough time talking about my ghost story. Uh, let's check out what's going on in FF14 News. This is a limit-breaking news update. One of the uh, big announcements that should excite all fans of Square Enix, not just, you know, us FF fans, is that they have confirmed that they will actually have a bigger presence at E3 this year in the form of a showcase. Now, it will be taking place on June 11th at 10 a.m. PDT. What might we get a taste of? Kingdom Hearts 3? I would think so. Final Fantasy I, 7 Remake? I, I mean, come on. They, 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 they need to have some... If they're doing a showcase, they've got to bring something. Wait. They, hang on. Square Enix, like... Square Enix, like Thanos the Mad Titan, <laughs> has been collecting developers over about the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. So they've got, what, IDOS underneath them? They've got... A couple of like like fairly decent developers, right? That they right. Could, you know, like I think. So then you're implying they're gonna he's gonna slaughter half of them. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But well, I mean, on. that would be the most entertaining showcase, right? Th- like we, that we... would put EA in its place severely. Like, <laughs> come on, up that EA. But no, no, no. What I think is, I mean, I just think that they've got a good lineup of stuff to show off. M- more than any other time, I think Kingdom Hearts Three is now probably primed for it. I wouldn't get your hopes up just to, you know, shield yourself. Fuck off. It's uh, happening. Come the, on. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're going to announce at least the release date at E3. That, all right, maybe. I don't think we should expect any FF7 remake stuff after the news that they've started from scratch with it. But what about Season 3 DLC for Final Fantasy 15? Actually, they probably will because they've announced that they're going to do like the Luna, Arden, and RNA episodes. I They might showcase some of that. That was supposed to be a joke. No, but it's like legit. I bet I, they bet they, if they want a good showcase, they will give us all three of these things. You said season three. I think that's well, I where know, you missed two. the well, joke. Okay, well, season season two. Of yeah, DLC yeah. Be what they said. <laughs> okay, but regardless, job. if they don't show Kingdom Hearts three episode remake and FF fifteen stuff, then I don't. Know. I hope Here, that they show here's something. Here's Nika. Here's Nika, <laughs> and here's the joke. It's just like right over her head. It, it made an incredible arc yeah. over her head. Well, I mean, there's been so many like releases of DLC. I don't know what's considered seasons anymore. 
Like, there's been a lot of DLC for that game. We all know this. Okay. Anyway, there's also going to be a live letter from the producer that will take place of the following course. Tuesday. Yeah. And, of course, there will be battle challenges as well with the new 4.3 Primal. So, uh, we joked... What, uh, what is... Do we know what the 4.3 Primal is? Did they announce that in the live letter? Do we know? I don't think that they... No. No? No. Okay. no. Interesting. No. Okay. Um, so, right. we joked on last week's, and I'll do air quotes here, show that Square Enix uh, news was so light that they didn't even have any optional items to release. Well, don't worry. They do this week. <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> You can now buy, like... Th- these these wings and like robes that makes you one's the demonic one black and the other one's angelic white. I hate they were, these things. They used to be in the, fucking, they were Chinese exclusive, weren't I they? Fucking hate what they were these but, things. I mean, we always get the shit that goes in the Chinese store. But the worst thing about these things is that you cannot detach the wings from the robes, and the uh, robes are ugly. No, no, no. The worst thing about these things is that they're eighteen fucking dollars. All right, that's us. Eighteen. What well, you get the whole set? They don't. It, you no, can't just Nika, buy one. Nika, piece it. it doesn't matter. We, we we look look. When we sit here and try to rationalize, okay, they're out. So let's talk about them seriously. No, you need to throw back in Square Enix's face the fact that they are releasing optional items like every other week. The amount of development time could be spent on putting actual cool items that we want to get in the game. Just, Again, just to be take fair, those were already developed in just the Chinese take, version. Just take this shit free to play. Just take this shit free to play because... I'd have no problem with any of it that way. Yeah. No. I, I'll stop complaining as soon as this bego- this goes free to play. Yeah. Then I can ignore it. But every time I see someone in this fucking game that's wearing one of these, I want to stab them. Because you spent $18. I have seen several people. Several people. I I, just doing goddamn roulettes. Like I haven't been doing anything more than fucking capping tomes, you know, every week, right? Well, congratulations, you know, Nika. You know it's going to be super hilarious. I, I raid, but I don't really cap tomes because I don't think you can. You can't gift cash shop item stuff. Yet. Yeah, can you? I you can? you can. I think you can. Oh, how have people think- not just started gifting you all of these things that you hate, Aniro? I have no idea. That'd be That'd hilarious. Be, no, it would be a it waste be, because be I would awesome instantly just- drop them. I would. T- I would. I would go up to the show wearing them. No, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I would be on the show on on stream dropping them, going. You never fucking spend this money on me again. I'm Don't so ever for, fucking do this. I'm Don't still ever waiting for fucking- someone to give me that segue. <laughs> it's the only way I'm going to get it. Nika. I want I, 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 at least I respect you for not spending the money on the goddamn Nika Not that Blart, I don't want to. Nika Blart yeah. Mall Cops. Senpai put his foot down. Thank God. Yeah. Good, good you know, like good guy senpai here <laughs> in this instance. Like way to go. Every every week he kind of fucks with our moment of silence that we have to get before the show. I'm willing to forgive all of that for this. This this makes up for all of that. <laughs> Great. Uh, and uh, now we're gonna do another exciting edition of why wasn't this in the game during a realm reborn as he has released a lodestone post with a bunch of upcoming quality of life changes such as forced boss room entry now if you get locked out of the boss room you, you can go into the oh boss room. oh my god <laughs> what stop this well if you die and release you cannot get back in that way so all right fine but again why wasn't something like this just in there to begin with or why didn't it do what it did back in ff uh, 11 and just pull everybody into the boss room <laughs> that's what i was sort of expecting yeah was that it would do a draw in yep uh unique markers if that, if that was the case though i would start running backwards in every fucking dungeon well because now the thing is you can still sit outside like oh sorry guys i missed it but now you better be afk for the whole fight 
fight or they're gonna be like why don't you just come in and help us then? yeah right you know? yeah uh unique markers for pets uh pets such as turrets and eggies will now have unique markers on the map instead of looking the same as players i guess that was a an issue yeah no it always it has been before i've been like wait we're leaving a player behind or like it's really confusing on the mini map but it's actually just it, it's it's just like like how long are you con- thing how long are you confused how long does that confuddle your little mind especially there, considering can't you hover over <laughs> like, it and it tells fuck? you what it is yes uh maybe but i use controller most oh of the my time, god so. oh geez oh my god uh enhanced achievement feature this is a new feature added that will show you when you are near to completing an achievement or if there is one available in the zone that you are in i mean d- does anyone do achievement hunting no, because it's shitty in this game. Just, I just not The Gitanier A Random Cash Shops Items campaign has begun. All participants will receive one brown scurry feather. A scurry feather? I, I don't, I don't, I don't, if, at, it's Frumpy Raccoon. Jesus Christ, lay off that, the drugs, Frumpy. <laughs> but that uh, achievement shop really is just putting veteran rewards in there, right? If they put, like, actual legit things, like if they gave us stuff from the cash shop in the achievement shop, too. Or if titles uh, were actually would, cool. I would do achievement hunting if that was case. Uh, well, maybe. Because I would buy the segue with achievement points. <laughs> our show. Improved so. savage content warning. Now, now, Nika, make sure that I have this right, because I actually had to look over this a few times just, just to make sure this, this is correct. But basically, uh, if, if you're in a group and they're going to, uh, um, let's say, go into Savage 3, when you haven't complete, completed one or two yet, it warns you that what you're going into is further along in your progress and that you will lose the right to any rewards that you would have gotten for doing turn one and two until next week is that correct like that is true but there hasn't there's oh like what, what are they adding they're changing the they're, they're adding or? it so now a little pop-up message basically pops up so you have to consent to going in oh okay yeah because it because you know there's a lockout each week so once you clear one tier you if you clear it again you can't roll on loot okay that's a thing. But I guess- so if you go into the third boss and you haven't done one or two it locks you out from one or two okay boss. but unlike in world of warcraft where i get when something like this happens because all bosses exist within the same instance so if you go in and they're half dead you don't get to roll in stuff that's already dead these are each in completely different instances so why would going into three lock you out of one it's, and two? Oh, it's always done that since since coil yeah it's been like that just because they're it's a, it's a weekly lockout because they want you to go in once per week and like you cannot go, you cannot go into number two until you've cleared number one so if somebody pulls you into number two it then locks you out of number one yeah you so, can still so, go into so one after, but you can't you've, roll on after you've cleared all four each week you still have to beat them in order you can't just queue up yep. for the final mm-hmm. one yeah yep yeah. Until until they put it into the duty finder with pugs, then you can do them in any order. All right, well, I guess add on to my list of reasons why I don't do endgame ratings. It's fucking stupid. No, I I mean I guess I understand that because it it forces progression, right? Like I, guess. I mean I mean like yeah, like your first time through, uh, I think that it should be forced progression. Yeah, but I mean after absolutely. that, yeah, after that you should probably. Be I mean able to it's pick not too bad though because now we just log in on Tuesdays, clear the first three in like one or two shots, and then we move on to the fourth one. It's not yeah, but and it's that almost, way you still get the books. Almost you still a waste of time. Like is it at some point? Um, at, eventually, yeah. like the first well, the first one's pretty moot at this point, right? For like most of us, but, because of loot distribution. Everyone has pretty much every combination of everything that they could want from those first two two turns. And now, you know, like it's just it becomes a waste of time and loot. Sort of. But we all have like secondary jobs we want to gear up to. So like I'm not 
too upset about having to get Paladin gear too because I want that. All right, well, I'm just glad I don't raid. Uh, And then this last one really took me for a loop. Prioritizing display for party members. You know how there's too many people on screen sometimes and it doesn't load everybody in? Well, now the game will make sure that it loads in your party before it loads in anybody else. This should have been put in from the moment hunts were put in. Yeah. Or Odin. The moment Odin was put in the game. So from the beginning, this should have been in from the beginning? Yeah. Yeah, there's (laughs) really no excuse that this... Would have taken this long. Yep, and uh, that's all the news that we have for today, guys. Woo! All right. Well, uh, we still got a lot to talk about. Of course, uh, we've got the uh, producer live letter. uh, Patch 4.3 dropping May 22nd, and it's called Under the Moonlight. So hopefully next week we'll be talking pre-patch notes. Yeah, maybe we'll see we'll see last time we were kind of banking on that it didn't end up working <laughs> out too well no out. no no it did not work out well so uh of course we've also got a brand new trailer for 4.3 uh Ooh. we're gonna go ahead and uh break that down our first we're just gonna run through it once for you know so just to see the full thing right and, and then, then we'll we're go gonna go back and pick it up yeah we're gonna yeah. go back uh without sound and uh, go back and kind of analyze the trailer so uh, as I uh, prepare to get this on screen here I think you missed the news segment the show progressed into a BMW session bitch moan and whine I just think that, dude, the fucking, those quality of life updates could have been in there fucking three years ago yeah there's really no excuse for that Plus, you, you should 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 we be going like you know, uh, hands over head and like happy and awesome because they put demon and angel wings in the game? Like, I know, right? Like, like for real, seriously, for real. We may have our head up our asses. I'm not saying that that's not a thing that that's very possible, but I'd rather have my head up my own ass than up Square Enix's ass. Eighteen dollars. Eighteen. I still just I'm still just appalled that you can't separate the wings from the jacket. It's dumb, and the jacket's not cool looking at all. I'd like to make like like the shirt that I have right now with wings would be cool. Oh my god, I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> you know what? So, somebody do me a favor, it's, really quick, and let us know. How in is chat. eighteen dollars not your fucking? No, no, eighteen dollars. Like, I mean, I would only also just want to buy only the wings. I, 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 it's I, eighteen dollars for all. It's eighteen dollars for all five pieces. If I could pay five bucks for wings that I could attach to any glamour, oh I would pay God. five bucks. I, I listen. I understand that I'm having a Grandpa Simpson moment here, and I'm yelling at my fucking at the, the at kids. The clouds. To, the fu- <laughs> yeah, I'm yelling at the clouds and the fucking kids to get off my lawn. I get that. I understand that. But eighteen dollars? Are you shitting me? No, that's that's dumb. That's like that could be. That's like nine meals for me. I could eat nine meals off of eighteen. I bucks. wouldn't admit that publicly. It's not. That's sad. That's it, a it sad. Is. That's it is. I mean, it's a fact. It's a sad fact. That's what that is. Yeah. I mean, if well, every single meal is ramen noodles, then yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Uh, let's take a look at uh, the four point three trailer for Under the Moonlight. To the very depths I have sunk. Nick's very fixated on her lips. Steeped in spite, rotten to the core. Oh, under the moonlight, I get it. You want to explain it? Because I don't. We're under the moonlight. Very literally. Fucking Christ, I hate all of you. (laughs) 
can it be? He took his own life after the battle in Alamigo. <laughs> Jump cut! What the fuck? Wow, that was a really dramatic and not so. That was, that, yeah, so anticlimactic. My God. Smash cut. Soul stones. Is that a soul stone for a job we already have? What was that soul stone? I don't, I don't know. We'll figure out in a minute. Hard pressed to contend with a foe for whom death is but a minor inconvenience. You will pay for what you have done with blood. Oh man, we're getting kind of animu now, guys. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I have no doubt you believe what you say. The idea is inconceivable, absurd, but worthy of investigation nonetheless. In the meeting room or the audience chamber, there I can make a difference. I can strike bargains, forge ties, and change minds. What are you, Pentagon? What? That Kugane Tower had more than bullshit. I'm sorry! I'm so... Don't... I'm sorry! Yeah, there's no need to cry. They're, they're doing that thing again where they're just trying to make a cool promo by mashing everything together. Yeah. So we're gonna get yelled I miss the 8-minute trailers. Those are way cooler to watch. Or, or Honestly. Yelled at by chat. These seem very poorly made. That's a cool title transition there, though. Your face is a cool title transition. Thanks. <laughs> to being a loser. At least oh, this patch out work isn't evils. Ultimate Ultima. Ultimate Ultima. Okay. All right. Well, there. Uh, ten million. Ton, ten million players. Oh, really? Ten million players, and I can't seem to queue for Duty Finder in under three minutes as a tank. And didn't you say you had you had a healer with I you had as well? Yeah, tank and healer, and we were in Duty Finder for when quite a bit. Sulu. Oh dear. I I don't. I don't oh know. no, the, the uh, 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 George Takai. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh my and it's oh my that he says yeah, yeah. oh my uh anyway so um that there you go that's uh that's the trailer uh as we uh, or, uh Kahlo, you had pointed out uh the the trailer coming in a different format the same format as the last one Se- second time they've done that yeah, yeah where instead of just being like here's this you know here's clips from this content here's clips from this if content you do an eight minute trailer for every patch exploring the dungeons exploring and basically you, everything and you knew from a title card what each 
clip that you were looking at was from. Now they yep, want to try movie. and they want to try and put it in a way to where it's like a movie trailer. Yeah, it's like you know? a mishmash of everything. Mm. Okay. Mm, yeah. They didn't even do that right because hey, no, that, that, cut time. From, they, they, that cut they, from they, Xenos to uh, uh, Evilies was just like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, that smash cut. It was terrible. Oh. All right, let's go back and uh, kind of break this trailer down and uh, see if we can, you know, what we can uh, glean from the trailer. All right, so uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and uh, start right as it's opening on uh, Yotsuyu. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, now, this is interesting, though. What's with the shot of uh, that? That looks like somewhere in uh, in Corthus, doesn't it? Like, what's with the shot of Corthus? You know, yeah, but I don't recognize that uh, teleport stone, though. Yeah, me neither. I think that that's actually the new Eureka. Yes, I was yeah. just about to say that, Peyos, because we see a few other yeah. things later. Oh, that yeah, because it's supposed to be ice element, right? Yeah, yeah. That, uh, snowy that, element. Actually, yes, yeah, it is the the, the snowy element. You also see the uh, the the um, elemental thingy there i forget what that thing is called magia board magia magia sphere yeah, whatever thingy. That oh thing. the magia yeah, board yeah yeah, yeah yeah so uh yeah we get we get a couple of looks actually at eureka through this uh interspersed pretty much it, anything yeah. snowy you can kind of guarantee is going to be eureka here so but at first at first glance though i did think that this was somewhere in corthus so um, as we uh, sort of continue on, more weird suggestive shots of Yotsuyu. Under the moonlight. Under the moonlight. Quite literal. Uh, and showing a bunch of random people. Yeah. More moonlight. <laughs> so now I guess she's crying. Yotsuyu I, is remembering how much of a bitch she is. It, it, do you think that's what it is? Do you think she's starting to get some of her memories it, back? Wasn't that like their, her dad or something that she killed herself? I think. I don't know. Oh, I don't. I don't recall. Because her her mother or no, so her dad no, her dad died and her mother mistreated her. Right? She had like a Cinderella story. Yeah. Here's my yeah. question: When she gets her memories back, do you think what she's been through so far will have changed her, or will she just go back to being her same? I feel like self? if any characters get a redemption, it should not be her. Like I'm, I'm totally okay with Fordola getting a redemption because she always had like, doubts in her mind. But Yotsuyu has always been this hard ass villain, and for her to also get a redemption would really bother me. So uh, we also see uh, some of our Almegan pals. I don't know what we're standing around. I hope though. that's a sacrificial altar. I don't think that's probably no. what it's going to be. Probably but, not. I mean, it, should, I, it might be. <gasps> Have we dug up hearts and farts? No. no. Uh, somehow I doubt it. No, maybe we dug up Zenos's grave to then see that Zenos was alive or not. Could be. Because I still believe that this is not the real Zenos. I think he's somehow his body's been possessed or... Allegans or Assians are doing something. Yeah, Taro Taro in the chat weird. saying that that's Zenos's grave. So okay. could just be a rock. I was right. How did we make a? Was there not any? There wasn't anything left of him. Like he disintegrated. Why did we give him a grave? I thought. Yeah, I thought he kind it's of a, disappeared a, into. Yeah, anything. I don't know. Because even if it's a memorial tombstone, his body wouldn't have been there in the right. first place. And, there's and nothing, why would we memorialize him? And there's nothing written on it. I don't think so. I don't know. All right, it's we're, a rock. we're probably yeah, we're probably making something out of nothing. But we do see the revived Zenos here. Um, great. Yeah, the next thing they say is that he's taken his own life. How can it be? They definitely dug him up, saw that his body was gone or some bullshit. <sighs> okay, so... And then we go to and then And then smash cut to Evilly. <laughs> so uh, let's, but let's just talk about... I mean, we, 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 we knew from kind of the... 
uh, not not exactly post credit sequence, but like uh, one of the final sequences of this last patch that Zenos was still alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Any predictions as to why or what? Oh, what is he going to do? I mean, it, the thing is, is that Square Enix built up this villain. To such a degree, you're going to really fucking hate him. That was one of the things that, you know, they really tried to drive home at FanFest. I, I remember that distinctly. Yeah, yep, I remember. Um, and, you know, y- Yotsuyu was a fairly decent villain, but Zenos was just kind of like, meh. So is he going to come back to do something to make him worthy of that villain mantle? Well, um, one of the villains throughout FF history that that I hated the most, and not in a good, fun way, I think actually this has been mentioned on our show before, was Seymour. Because I was he actually just, just going to bring him up. Coming back. Because he, he kept coming back. back. You're just die, like, motherfucker, die. really? You again? So if they want to go that route, then they will, I think, uh, keep their promise of us hating him. Fair enough. But but uh, how is he back, though? I have no clue. Well, to be fair, Seymour also, we actually, when you fight Seymour, you actually kill him the first time, and then you're fighting him as, like, somebody who's, like, who's, like, basically Auron. He's, like, someone who's not Yes, yet, but... Who's not yet been sent to the other world. So, who knows if Xenos is fully no, alive? This is the difference, though. In FF10, when people are, like, Auron status, and they, they're not actually dead, I don't think they actually disappear and then come back. If you're not sent... Then, okay, fine, you get back up and you're some weird, undeady sort of thing. But Zenos's body literally vanished and was replaced by Nidhogg's eyes, who Estinian then stabbed and also disappeared. So where the fuck did he... What is he, David Blaine? Is that what he's doing? Is he David Blaining <laughs> us? I don't know. I, I mean, maybe, maybe that that's that that was his side gig. A couple people in the chat are mentioning maybe he has the echo in some shape or form. Um, which could be possible thinking about it. Like we know that we're not the only person with the Aquaman. Philly had it. Yasiel had it. Um, Kryle has it. Like it's it's possible that either he was a chosen one who has also gone down the wrong path, kind of like Yasiel did originally, or he has some kind of fake implementation of the Echo, like Verdola. Right. Let's complain about it. People are saying he didn't vanish. So, so what you're saying is the scene that I remember when we all walk away and then Estinian jumps down and stabs the eyes is that we just left Zenos's body. Just sitting there next to the Nidhogg eyes and like, is, is is that what you're telling me? I mean, I don't I don't remember. I, I it's been a long time and I was not that impressed with Stormblood story. Super not invested in it. Yeah. yeah. Saying he's still Kryle's echo. No, Fordola's still Kryle's echo. Yeah. They, they gave it to Fordola. Like you saw that scene happen. I, if he has any fake echo, we have not seen them officially give it to him. I think that that's an assumption. So, uh, anyway, all right. So, uh, Zenos is back. We're probably going to have to dispatch him again. And then he's probably going to come back again. So, I mean, in terms of a storyline, though, like, is it is is he being cloned? Is there multiple Zenoses? Is is it does he get revived what is it there's got to be some sort of direct mechanism that sort of explains him coming the, back the, right the only thing that has previously happened within any of final fantasy 14 that would make any bit of sense to me would be if he came back in ways that quote unquote the primals have so uh, which we saw like for example when um greg brought back uh enkidu Right? His best friend, he was near a bunch of crystals, really wanted his friend to come back. He came back. But who the hell would pray for Zenos to come back? So, okay, that kind of rules out okay. 
some primal well, thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that would be a thing. Also, I mean, they're, where they're putting out the bandages on his neck, I'm rewatching the scene where he killed himself right now, and he basically sliced himself on the neck. So, and he has bandages on the neck, on and, his neck. Yeah. yeah, like he takes his blade to his neck. Okay. I mean, of course, it shows it off screen, but he so, slices right. himself. Did there. his body not disappear? Then it just no, laid he on the fell ground to there? the ground. Uh, the characters are running up to him and staring at him. He has not disappeared as of yet. Okay, all right. So he doesn't disappear the either. I think eyes just randomly come from then. He just drops them. The Shinryu body? The fading Shinryu body? Is that his it? body just falls into the flowers here and they're all staring at him. Yeah. So, all right. So, so someone took his body and potentially revived him then. All right. Well, you know what? That was fucking stupid on us for not burning the body or some shit. <laughs> That's so, on us, guys. So maybe that was his, his grave or his burial. I mean, you know. Yeah, I think Lise might have done something to bury him because she seems pretty upset that he just like killed himself in front of her. She was pretty upset about that i think yeah and she feels well, generally all, like, a responsibility as some leader now yeah maybe giving respect to the enemy or some dumb bullshit yeah so i don't know so smash cut to ivalice well here we are in ivalice now so uh we've got i mean the tower the, let me just say that the tower modeling looks fucking awesome it does one and, thing they definitely nailed in the previous one and i'm sure in this one is environmentally it's, it's ten out of ten. Yeah, it's it's right on the money. And and you know, you guys talked about the uh, the uh, Evilise video last week, yeah. and and I also watched that video, and I thought it was interesting that they said like we're trying to make it in a way where the tactics, some of the tactic stuff, gets worked in to the twelve stuff. And I think that that's kind of a, a cool take on it. Yeah, it's not a direct connection or right. like, can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like the, the, where the you know the canon for the two games are in the same world. Right. But they wanted you to just be able to basically put it in here in a way that it also exists in Eorzea. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Okay, sure. It's, it's pretty it's pretty dope. Uh, so uh, got uh, I think that's. Is that Fam Frit? I think it's supposed to be the first boss. Okay. So, so uh, Nika was asking what jobstone this is. Any ideas? Is anyone? I don't. I don't really even know. Uh, I think that that is actually a jobstone from Tactics. Yeah. Chat, tell us. Does it? Does I that look say, familiar? Yeah. Chat, chat would be able to find it a lot quicker, but uh, obviously it's nothing. Yeah. Apparently, since they know everything and we don't know anything, <laughs> so uh, go ahead, chat. Yeah. Come on, school us. It's an aura site. Still, okay. what, well, what's the symbol mean? That's what we want to know. Geomancer. Taurus aura site? That's that's <laughs> Pretzel <bold>. mage? <laughs> Someone says Belias? Okay. All right. That we call Belias in the Yeah, but if it's from one. Tactics, it's just a, it's a Taurus aura site from Tactics. Okay. okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. But, it, so. but the thing is, is that it's defini- definitely created in 14's, like, graphic system like a jobstone yeah so like, if they're gonna bring- it, it may be a taurus or a site in tactics but i think in looking at it in the 14 trailer well, well, it is a jobstone. hold on because because remember the whole thing in 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 tactics is the the whole zodiac brave story and, and finding the zodiac stone so if they tr- find a way to sort of weave the zodiac stone story into 14 somehow that that might actually be interesting i'm, I'm kind of i'm kind of into that a little bit i mean there have always been little hints and references to right. Evilly soul throughout mm-hmm. FF14, even going back to the original Zodiac Braves storyline with the, uh, 
you know, with the with the weapons. Right, so, right. you know, there is there is that connection. There's always been a very strong uh, evil East connection with FF14. And now uh, we've got uh, what, what are these guys called? I forget what they're uh, the, the bangas. Uh, yep. Yeah, that's right. That's right. as close to what Jux is ever going to really get to a bang mage. Yeah. When he talks about bang maging stuff, he's just having sex with those. Ew. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Ew. That's not fun. That no, doesn't seem like fun at all. Gross. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, just one of those as a mage. That's a bang mage, right? Yep. yep. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. All right. Um, so, yeah, again, the environment looks fascinating. Amazing. I, I, I can't wait to to check it out. It's going to be uh, it's going to be yeah, fun. The developers I mean, the, for this is are definitely on point here but for sure i i wonder what this uh who's the second boss here yeah i don't i don't know who the second boss is and i don't know what this like the you, there you, will be blood like there's this moment it's... praise the bongo bang mage <laughs> god damn it from v raccoon uh there's this sort of like odium vision moment that's going on here i don't know what that's all about but that's that's kind of interesting um yeah there's this sort of this like iron giant thing going on like uh you sort of see him in one scene where he's kind of like like kind of like assembling himself and then using uh, uh, nanotech for justice yeah right yeah exactly <laughs> is there gonna be infinity war reference like like veiled infinity war references throughout this this run? I don't know. Maybe. Nah. No, because they would have had to develop see- this before the movie yeah. came out. Yeah. I already, oh yeah, but I already see like two of them that they could already make. All right. Anyway. That, that might just be us. Yeah, it probably <laughs> just is. But, but again, we get we get to see this kind of drawing mechanic that we saw in Ozma. This is probably someone's ultimate type or some boss's ultimate type deal. Well, you think I, I, I would like to be transported Con- into some other eight. realm. Mm. I mean, what if what if this is like as you beat him, he warps you into some other area and then that's how you get to the tactics portion. OK, might yeah. be cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's kind of cool. So, uh, then, oh, then we get uh, glasses and yeah. See, now this is how we, I think, definitely know that this area is part of the new Eureka is because that NPC is specifically uh, we haven't seen her or him anywhere. Or, it's him. It's him? him. Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere else besides with the Eureka stuff. And, but then you see an Asian also. I don't know that that's... Is that an Asian for sure? I don't I mean, know. That's, I, I just, guess not. My first instinct was an well, Asian. Well, I mean, who's to say that Asians can't be tied into Eureka in some way? I mean, yeah, you I'm know. I'm to remember no. what we saw in that level, like, uh, 17 quest and Eureka. Wasn't there something to... There was some kind of... Tarot, Tarot was saying not an Asian. Yeah, I don't think it's an Asian. I mean, I think it's just a it's guy in a hooded killed, cloak. Uh, Gallus. I mean, could it could it be some of the <laughs> students of Baldassian left behind? Argent Esper says Kingdom Hearts three tie in confirmed. Oh fuck off! <laughs> this organization go away. But yeah, um, no. I'm just I'm trying to remember all the things that they dropped on us in the level seventeen quest. Like you know that there were people that like Gallif and his team that were there and they were killed by I feel like there was a person in her black robe in those quests. Okay, but that I, that I was in I don't Eureka. remember Eureka. Why would this they This is Eureka. This is This is Eureka. This is the next Eureka thing. Right, but what I'm saying is like, like someone said uh people think that it's Galoof. Uh, uh oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. Is, no, you, you're killed. right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, no mind. That mind. was one yep. of the students of Baldessian, yep. right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Am I wrong? Okay. No, yeah, yeah. For some reason I was thinking he was in, in tactics. Never mind. Uh so Galif <clears> is from FF5. Yes, yes, yes. Uh so I just need to point something out here. Right? What is this fucking Rogadin wearing? That looks like an optical hat. That's a fucking optical oh, hat! Oh no! Bro, that, oh, that's an wait, optical oh, hat! That is, is definitely an optical hat. Oh, snap. Shit. Optical Holy hat shit. is back. 
optical I mean, head confirmed. With all the other FF11 shit they've dropped on us, of course. Wait, like, wait. So you're actually gonna show people yeah, look, your face? He's wearing he's wearing a scorpion harness, the Strider's boots, and an optical hat. Yeah, right, right. So he's my, got all of them on. Yes. So my question to a Nero is: After what? Uh, how long have we been doing for the 14th the show Odin now? Helm? I don't know. I, I don't, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Helm? I don't know. We'll see. I, th- I think what you need to do is get someone to mod you the O hat with the Odin helm still on it, so that way when they watch our stream, you still have. Oh, the the, I'd the like ninja to be on to, the right side is wearing it too. I'd love to be able to glitch it somehow so that I have both of them on at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Right, like just the horns are <laughs> just cl- coming out of it. it. Right, they're clipping through the top of the the hat. That would be awesome. Um, yeah, no, that's definitely an optical hat, bro. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, you can see it on the if you like your screen's paused a little bit too quick or late. I think, but the the ninja on the right side is also wearing it. Oh, it, is it he? definitely looks like an O hat. Yeah, yeah let's, let's go back here. The O hat is here. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, that's definitely that's an O hat. Definitely an O hat. Oh, optical hat confirmed. I'm kind of happy about that. I see I'm surprised that. I haven't seen anyone else talking about this. I'm so happy about this. How is not? Yeah, I, I'm, I agree. He's How is smiling, maybe one of the first guys. ones to realize this? How is no one else <laughs> totally stoked on this? Maybe uh, they're like Lloyd and says they're literally just stealing the assets from that game. Kind of, yeah. I really want my Aces helm, man. I listen. I I, I mentioned helm. I ever considered iconic though. Uh, yeah, it is for anyone who did Endgame stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, mm-hmm. I think we'll everyone see a had an riddle. Aces helm. Was a riddle was, before was, Aces was helm. that was that a Nika branded humble brag? I, I don't no. think there's anything humble about that. N- Nika humble brag. TM. Just saying. Just saying, yeah, that's so humble. She's explaining us. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, I'm I'm officially excited for the next uh, run of Eureka. Definitely. What <laughs> up for the little snowbirds? They're cute. Stop it. <laughs> so we, I don't know. Uh, this looks like more fucking story dungeon doma stuff yeah maybe well it looks like it looks like the next dungeon so yeah yeah it look and then it shows um Swallow's compass goes back to your it's hard to tell what's your again what's dungeon yeah but then that last clip there looks like kugane tower hard mode or something yeah i don't i don't really know i mean here we see more from eureka so yeah it's jumping back and forth between the dungeon and eureka for sure and then yeah. story with alpha node yeah, I don't know what this big room is here, right here. Like this, this is actually kind of cool looking. Ooh, yeah. I don't know what that is. I'm, I'm gonna guess with the number of players on screen that that's from the dungeon. Yeah, I mean, we have. Yeah. Isn't that what it looks like in Kukan? Uh, is it Kukan Tower? Or, oh, it could be um, Heaven on High. It could be Heaven on High. Taro Taro has got a good point. Oh yeah, that could be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that should be a boss it, seems, it seems to be implying that it Especially because they did show the tower at the beginning of this. They like right. scrolled up it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's glowing weapons. That's probably weapons from the deep dungeon. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, good very, point. very good point. All right, so we see Xeno slow walking at us. I just, I can't care. No, no like, not even a little bit. I'm so not even. I don't even want to know. In, in fact, no. Hold on. Like, hold on. I can't. I can't <sighs> think of the last time that I was like bummed out to do MSQ. But no, I'm actually thinking because there's been a couple scenes here where it shows like this reddish, pinkish, smokish sky around us, and this part is also part of that. 
Hold, hold on. Here, here's a bigger question. I, I actually don't care how they brought him back, right? The fact that he offed himself and the fact that he, he always had sort of like this, uh, you know, always seeking out like, you know, the, the, the strongest thing to fight, you know, proving that he's the most powerful. And when you defeated him, he's basically, all right, you know, accept death and stuff, killed himself. So if someone did bring him back, what the fuck is his motivation now? Yeah, he wouldn't have one because his purpose is over. Yeah. So that's why I still think revenge? it has something to do with it. I mean, it, does he it, seem like a revenge kind of guy, though? A little bit. Uh, a little bit. No, I don't know. I feel like we're still wondering who, when we saw at the end of the first credit scene from the original expansion, that then, you know, an Asian removed their hood and it was yeah. oh, you. We you. still don't know who that is. That's true. We don't know who that is. <sighs> I don't know, man. I'm just, I don't know. I'm like, I'm like not even like motivated to figure it out either. I'm just like, I don't care. <laughs> All right. Got- whatever Tara Tara just said is really dumb. And I hope that's not what it is. He says people are theorizing. This is a kind of an ad phase of the new primal where somehow we're inside Gutsu's mind and we have to help her good side beat his bad oh, side. Oh, Jesus God. No, please. But no. I mean, you realize that the, the atmosphere is like red and swishy. And if you go back a couple scenes before Zenos is walking, you see you like slice down these other people holding samurai swords who are standing there like i don't know like soldiers or like you're definitely let's, like going go through back. some yeah. kind of sequence because like yosuyu's holding her head and you slice down yeah okay but, but remember they've said that they, like that looks like her parents or somebody like there's yeah, like two old it could, people it could, mm. but remember again they do that's this her, to that's try and i haven't paused on a scene where this like old woman's like, but, like right uh, there, that lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because Isn't these scenes mom? are put in this order doesn't mean they have anything to do with each other whatsoever. No, right. But why would, isn't that the warrior of light in the samurai outfit right there? It does look like, like it. And, and you're fighting people that look like Yotsuyu's memories. Except they've used those NPCs elsewhere but before. why would I mean, we be fighting them? Who the yeah. fuck knows? But that doesn't mean that it has anything to do with the fact that they put Yasuyu dropping a fucking tomato before it. <laughs> but then it shows him talking to Yasuyu right now. No, but that. I mean, like, just like you were... You and had, then you fight some more people. Yeah, like more people with samurai. There's a lot of samurai swords going on here. Um, but no, like, just like you were, you had mentioned, Kahlo, uh, that there's all this, like, kind of red aura around us. That may be a clue that, I mean, I think it's a bad plot point, but that we're going inside the mind of Yotsuyu. I mean, it's it's not it's not a terrible theory. I could see why people... We're in would, the Yatsuyu gym. <laughs> ...would kind of come to that conclusion. But, I mean, she does seem to be falling down and holding her head a lot. But there are definitely other players in this, in this scene right here. Look, maybe she's just not in the mood the today, side. guys, okay? She has the right to choose. Okay. But well, it's definitely a battle because, look, there's at least two other players on screen. Yes, so I'm not, not saying a, that it's not a no, battle, so, no, no, no. So what I'm saying, it's not necessarily a solo trial from the story like I was originally thinking it would be. But Yeah, I don't. Dream drop sequence gets to you. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I mean, those could those could very well be NPCs too, Nika. You never you never really know. I don't know. It's I, just weird why we would be fighting them. Though. Yeah. And then we get. And then we fight what looks like soldiers with samurai swords, and then Zenos comes out. It looks like we're fighting the brother with a samurai sword as well. Right, like that's that's him. Yeah. No. In this him, shot yeah, right that here, is that's him. him with the sword, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's him. That's what I thought. But that could also be her memory of him. Could be. I don't know. That. It's a cool looking gun. Yeah. 
And then here we get uh, once his nuts facing off against uh, Zenos. Yosetsu? Yeah. yeah, for whatever reason. Yeah. I, I I mean, he says you're going to be my, what is it, my vessel or something? Like, he's, he's, uh, I think that there's, he's, he's probably got some weird fucked up feelings for Yotsuyu and he's trying to defend her now. I think that's kind of, I don't know, like, I think he wants to create a mole in our faction. Mm. That's what I think. He's going to take I over someone. Yotsuyu is already that. I mean, it seems to imply right here that it's Gosetsu, but I mean, right after the, right after that scene, it's also back on the brother, and then then it's then it's just it's, it's just random. It's, yeah, it's just sizzle trailer for for the rest of that. So I, it, it could be I don't know, it could be a couple of different people. Lots of reskinned enemies that we've kind of already seen, though, mm-hmm. right? Yep, yep. Yeah, I just say chosen agent is what it's chosen says. agent. Chosen agent. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. The hand which tolls the warning bell, it says after that. I don't know, man. Like you said, though, the the, the, the story throughout Stormblood has just been so lackluster. Yeah. I'm, I don't even care to find out. Like, it's not like I'm chomping at the bit to be like, oh, I can't wait to see what's actually going on. Uh. It's like, I care, but you're right. I'm not as hyped as I have been for previous stories. And then... I like how the the post sequence is the the fucking ultimate 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 yeah called the ultimate refrain or the weapons refrain. Still though, I mean, like, why would that be your your sort of like post credit sequence? Everyone kind of knows. Like, what did they show off? They showed off graphics that we've been seeing since two point oh. Great. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh, Ultima's there, and all the uh, the the three primals are there. Cool. That's what I expected. Yay. What did, what did that sequence show us of value? No, nothing, nothing new. Nothing. Not a damn thing. So, I mean, if I'm a little bit underwhelmed, the only th- the thing I'm most excited about is the O-hat. <laughs> Hands down. Well, Taro Taro says, no, no lackluster story. Okay, whatever. I, I mean, call us up and fucking argue with us. I, yeah, what's what's so I, special about this? What has it done that we haven't? It has potential seen and it fa- it falls before. off. Limit Break like, Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five limitbreakradio.com slash Discord to give us a call. I mean, if you think that we're wrong, like uh, d- explain to me why this is a well told and impactful story. Yeah, what what about it excites you? What gets your heart racing? What what about it do you think is is like good writing? I mean, look, it's, look, I can one hundred percent argue back and forth with you on what I like, don't like about it, what they could have done, or 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 or, or shouldn't have done on really any types of stuff. What I can't stand is is and, and you especially get this nika maybe you you've uh well no because i think you like it too so maybe you wouldn't be able to but uh people try to argue with me on like how the cw arrowverse shows are so good and you want to know what their reasons are oh i just like it how am i supposed to, how am i supposed to take that at value oh because i like it okay great you're you're allowed to like what you like but can't you come up with some reasons what's so great about it i like them yeah exactly why do you like them, Nika? There's something about the characters that is really relatable. Okay, see, that's that's fair. 
that's and that's I could probably like come up with a bunch of actual answers yeah. for you, but so not right on the, the spot. Fact, but I could. The fact that Xenos, who wants to be the most powerful, was defeated and was like, "All right, you defeated me, cool." Slits his own throat, and now he's back. Why is why is he back? What motivation? So I don't think he is back. Could he possibly? Okay, you, you don't think it's actually him then? I don't. But the fact that he has the bandage on his neck would indicate that he's not just like back in some magical right. way. But if That's an Asian is possessing body. his body, if his, yeah, right. But an Asian could still be possessing his body. We don't know how Asians okay. take, take over people. Okay, maybe, maybe it'd be nice for them to loop the Asian story back around. Uh, when was the last time that we got they got any sort of screen it's time? It's been a while. It, was what? it was it the it's been a while sorry it, it was the one where every where, time i hear that. where we see the Asian who takes his mask off that was uh was that at the end of end of stormblood end of 4.0 storyline where was it exactly yeah i think yeah i think it was it was at the the conclusion of the shinryu uh arc so yeah i think it was that was that was the after credit sequence of 4.0 so you know like yeah dude i i i just I feel like Square Enix's ability to tell a cogent story through their patches is severely diminished. Well, and and one of the reasons why is I I don't think that they quite have a grasp on how to do that in a patch by patch format. You know, back in Heaven's Ward, the way that they tried to do it was, all right, let's focus on this story with Nidhogg. Next patch, let's focus on this story with the Warriors of Darkness. Next patch, let's focus on this story with some of the Warriors of Light. And by the time you get back to the Nidhogg story, it's been so long, it feels very detached. But to, I don't want to say to their credit, but maybe in their defense, you know, back in uh, A Realm Reborn, one of the things that we complained about was that in a single patch, there'd be so much going on. And it's like, wow, how, how are we divided between all these different things, you know? So I, I don't necessarily really know what they should be doing different or or to help that. But I also know it's not I'm not being paid to figure that out. So. Here's here's my problem is that there's I feel like there's not a, a clear intention with the story right like that they've kind of set up all of these different moving pieces but that there's not a point to any of it right like oh there's gonna be a big bad that we're gonna have to defeat but it doesn't really mean anything right like it's not representative of anything there's no you know there's there's very little depth in square enix's storytelling and and i'm not just trying to single out ff14 i think that this is true of ff15 as well Uh, just the modern era of square enix i think really just i i don't i don't know why but they struggle to tell a really cogent story you know one of the things that 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 i learned just just through 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 uh writing uh growing up is that one of the ways to figure out to sort of get down what you're trying to say or or the story you're trying to tell in a concise way is as sort of a, a a little practice routine is you should try and write your story as briefly as you can and, and cut out like big sweeping parts of it. And the more concise you can tell it, the more you have an idea of exactly what it is you're trying to tell, right? Just as, as a way to like sort of get your thoughts in order. I can do that with Heaven's Ward. I can do that with A Realm Reborn. But if I tried to do that 
I don't with know. I think Stormblood, it, dude. I think it started with Heaven's Word. No, I no, think it's, oh, it, definitely. The, yeah, that's where it started, right? I mean, overall, it's about Nidhogg and the Dragon Song Ward, and then near the end, it starts to get kind of weird and funky. But with Stormblood, if you were to try and like bottom line what Stormblood is about to someone in like ten seconds, could you? Yeah, probably not. No. Um, no, okay, I would say it. it's ahead, the, war, the, war, the Warrior of Light liberates Doma and Alamigo, and then you completely ignore Alamigo for all the bullshit happening in Doma. Done. <laughs> wow. That, Thank well, that you doesn't for that really... very much insider explanation. I mean, that's fair, but... Also doesn't paint the story in a very good light. Yeah, what is Doma? Well, no, it does I, I didn't tell yeah, you I was going to paint it in a good light. What the fuck is a Doma? You know, <laughs> like, if I'm a layman, if I don't know anything about this world, like... What does that mean? What's what's an Alamigo? Oh, Taro Taro wants us to stop comparing it with Heaven's Ward. Well, the thing is, I'm still kind of at a loss for words. The fact that at the end of Heaven's Ward, they drop on us that there's like a million worlds and they're all being sucked into light and darkness. And we're this source world that's got to figure shit out. And then we're completely ignoring all of that. I'm sorry. Our little the- squabbles that are happening in here. They didn't even world. finish off. Uh, they didn't even finish paying off all of the story of uh of of all of the the children of um god damn it the the big dude that's in mordona the big dragon that's in mordona i can't think of his name right midgar now Somer. Oh, midgar, Somer. midgar Somer, right like they didn't it, it even f- pay off all of his children's stories yeah, throughout right, heaven's we, work we, which is what i thought a big component of that expansion was going true. to be we had one whole episode where we we outlined which guys we've seen already and which yeah. ones we haven't seen you're right that that's been dropped yeah they totally <laughs> dropped that uh, you know what i mean like i, I just i feel that, like that's not as bad of a thing as like what about the syndicate and the uh uh the sultana like he basically at one I point feel like says, they roped that back in though you're in, in our Stormblood. you're in our pocket like 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 when i need something it, right. it's gonna happen they, but they roped that back in with Stormblood, so they could end up addressing that they could right but i'm just saying like square enix has let so many interesting plot points fall for far less interesting and less compelling plot points Mm -hmm. and plot points whose punches and impact that they pull like not killing the sultana um you know that it's it's hard for me to really you know look at it objectively as a good storyline i think that it's a very ham-fisted storyline and my frustration with it has peaked in stormblood right like i was i was i was very put out with with the Warriors of Darkness storyline, the way that that never paid off, how how many many interesting lore, uh, you know, lore tidbits were not paid off in Heaven's Word. That when we got to Stormblood, it was like, oh, well, great, we get two regions to not know anything meaningful about. That we fought that's back fucking and forth cool. between. Yeah, like, and and that's that's exactly what we got. We got a disjointed storyline between two sections of Eorzea that ostensibly have very little to do with each other other than the fact that they're going up against the Garlean Empire. Well, guess what? The entire realm of Eorzea was going up against the Garlean Empire. Nothing has changed. So what is the new compelling plot point that I'm supposed to be hooked into in Stormblood? Even judging based on this whole Into the Moonlight trailer, like, like first of all, one of our biggest complaints was that the 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 liberation of Alamigo and Doma happened just right off the bat, within, within the first, you know, big major story thing. So it's like, all right, we're all cool now. Now, that could have been rife for a lot of then political intrigue and, like, you know, power struggles and stuff like that, but it seems like all we're doing now is just focusing 
on some of these new characters, like Into the Moonlight. All right, something's happened with Yetsuyu. Why, why, why do we care about y- Yetsuyu? She was the one, I thought, villain with the most potential out of Stormblood. Right. And, and as Nika says, if, if they're giving her a redemption arc, I don't, I don't want to see that. Capitalize on the fact that people hated her and she was fucking ruthless. Yeah. Yeah, like, let her be ruthless. Like, a lot, some of us, like, I actually felt for Frodolo when she, like, hesitated before she blew up her people. Like, she always had, she always had that, like, I really am not sure what I'm doing, but I'm going to go for it anyway. Well, because she thought that even though, I think she knew what she was doing was probably bad, but it was for a greater good. Yatsuyu was just out for herself. Exactly. And why, and that's why I'm okay with the redemption arc for Frodolo, but not for Yatsuyu. I I don't want to say Well, maybe you'll get both. You'll pro- forgive me. Let's, let's be fair. Let's be fair. This is Final Fantasy fourteen. You'll likely get both. <sighs> For- forgiveness is key. We must forgive all. Limit break radio on Skype, 810-515-8715. We want to hear from you. Limitbreakradio.com slash Discord if you want to call in on Discord. Make our new intern in training do a little bit of goddamn work. Yeah. I see you got plenty of opinions there in the chat, but uh, at least grow a pair. On. At least grow a pair and give us a call. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Let's put a little bit on the line here. We need you guys to call in so that Kooky can train our new intern, and if he's up to snuff... We'll even fire Skuro and replace him with Lloyd. Yeah, well, maybe. Yeah, all right. right. Yeah. Maybe, exactly. But if you don't call in, we have nothing nothing to base that on. Right? So call in, potentially get Skuro fired. That's right. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Come on. Fulfill your end of the bargain. <laughs> uh, anyway, but yeah, no, I I, 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 I I have not been so unhyped by a trailer in a long time. Right, like since the last one, right? Yeah, <laughs> well, I guess so. Yeah, but I mean, like, we didn't even get. I mean, did we get a preview of the next raid tier? Because we're supposed to get that too, right? No, we're no, getting no, the Evil East. Yeah, because we're getting the Evil East. Oh, right. that's right. Yeah. We're well, getting well, here. That's right. Me, I'm sorry. And we're right. getting Ultimate Ultima. Let yeah, me add right. on to what to, right. to to your reaction to to the trailer because you're right. I haven't been so unhyped for a trailer since probably the last one. But when you look at what's in this trailer, the fact that the big bad is coming back—that's something that should hype us up, right? Think about any other show or game or anything, and and if they were about about to come up with, uh, out with a sequel or something, and somehow the big bad was back, that's something that you'd be like, "What the fuck?" We don't give a shit. I mean, if Gaius came back at this point, <laughs> I think I would be more shocked and surprised. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. I I saw, and I didn't look too much into it, but but I had saw that there was apparently a theory that one of the lines somewhere in that trailer was Gaius. What? I'm sorry. What? Someone somewhere. I forget exactly where it was or where I saw this, but yeah, someone was theorizing that one of the lines in that trailer was Gaius. I first of all, with the way that FF14 changes voice actors, no, I'm sorry. That's fair. Even if That's it fair. sounded like Gaius, I'm sure that whoever it, it's probably a different character that just sounds like Gaius. Do you, think, they, do you think that they they might have reused some voice lines for the ultimate refrain or the the weapons refrain or whatever? It could be because I mean he obviously would play that could a be role that very well could way. be yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so uh, you want to take a look at some of these job adjustments that's coming? Yeah, because we did get a live letter, too. We did. We, yeah. <laughs> we did. Now, uh, uh, Nika, I think that, that we'll have to probably rely on you, and I say this with much reluctance, expertise, because Thank the you. type of content that... Uh, that mm, compliment. Uh, the type of content that we do, uh, these buffs or or, de- or nerfs or whatever, doesn't really affect anything. I mean, when you have a DPS of 1951, and you can still clear shit, who the <laughs> fuck cares? Yeah, uh, pretty much. So, uh, Dark Knight Plunge is going to be getting buffed. Uh, Sweet. Shortened animation for it. Nice. That's the one where you the the, the gap closer, right? Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, gap yeah, closer. Yeah. Okay, yep. Cool. Uh, Monk aligned more with Sam. Some enmity, enmity. There's some hate adjustments. How, what does that have to do with aligning it with Sam, though? Because the only because like even still as Sam, I repaid all the time, and you have to rely mm. on diversion, and both melees mm. get diversion. Something something to, to, action, to keep so. in mind as we go through this is there there isn't a whole lot of really good translations when when we were uh, when uh, Kuki was making this outline. I think she actually had to pull from like a French translation, right? So so we don't have a whole lot to go off of this, but all it says is that Monk to be more aligned with Sam. Maybe it's just that they're trying to align it more with Sam, and also they're uh, um, oh, making some some hate adjustments. Yeah. Is Sam, does Sam outperform Monk in a big way as of not, now? No, not anymore. It used to. But right now, Monk can pull higher numbers than yeah. Sam. Sam has been struggling. Yeah, see, this Nin one is really weird. Using some different skills in the deep dungeon. As it. What? <laughs> okay, but you weren't kidding when you said <laughs> when you said roughly translated. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. yeah exactly. Right. Uh, Sam, uh, five actions for samurai will be buffed. Also, enmity suppression. Okay, so it looks like both Monk and Sam are getting a role-specific way to suppress enmity because they are ripping hate off of the tanks. Okay, without. all right. But the thing sense, is, is that you do get a, a cross-class role action called Diversion, which lowers mm. enmity. I mean, that's but, not that's not a terrible thing, you know? No, no, but yeah. five actions for Sam, I want to know which ones. That's exciting. Yeah, being buffed. Isn't Sam a pretty good DPS output already? Well, it used to be. <laughs> oh really? Like, yeah, like it's 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 still good on its own, but because it doesn't have a lot of cross buffs and things like gotcha. that, like okay. it's still it's still, like when Saren and I would go head to head, and he'd have lesser gear than me and still out DPS me mm-hmm. by a few hundred points or whatever. So it really sucks that I could be more overgeared and still not pull as much damage. So Sam Sam has been struggling recently. Okay. Since the last patch uh, for Black Mage, uh, teleports buffed, animation speed increased for between the lines and ethereal manipulation. Uh, adjustment is more on people can use manipulation more instead of slide cast. Okay, I don't. I haven't played Black Mage in two expansions. I'm trying to think of because I mean ethereal manipulation is when you, you yeah, zoom yeah, 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 to yeah, a party yeah, member, yeah. and the only times I've ever used it is when like you know Leviathan tips the thing, you can zoom to someone. And, right, like, right. So maybe spot. they're just trying to increase Black Mage mobility or something like that. Yeah. Scholar changed in the usability of certain skills. Okay. Okay, very. Uh, uh, that's Dead. vague. That's super vague. Yeah. Astrologen. Uh damage cast speed increased. Light speed MP reduction effect doubled and aspected Helios buffed. Oh, looks like a lot of good that's stuff good. for Astrologen yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That sounds very yeah. good. Uh, and then of course uh they gave a preview of the new Breeze Tribe quest, the Namazu, which is those like little amphibian the catfish. Catfish people. The ones I fucking hate the most. Oh like yeah. The Studio Ghibli ones. Yep, yep. Uh there's gonna be a new Aetherite in the Azim steps. Uh these as we knew would be the crafted quest for disciples of the hand in the land um apparently the there's whole a, wait there's gonna be a new aetherite in the asm step yeah, yeah that's yeah. kind of okay they, and, they don't usually do that that's yeah that's different and apparently the story for this is that the namazu want to make an oriental themed festival 
Um, I fucking hate everything. Remember, we were like, maybe they'll help build Doma back up again. Nope. No, they just want a stupid lantern festival. Mm -hmm. Have fun with your paper dragons or whatever it is that you're going to do. I don't know. A Nero. What's the matter? How much would people have to donate for you to actually do this? Oh, I'm not doing it. There's no way. There's no way. What are you fucking oh my God, the joking? Mount, the mount is like a, 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 a yeah. You carrier, better like you king better, carrier thing. You better bring up the mount here. This like is a, like ridiculous. I'm an emperor being carried. You this can't even is see ridiculous. the people inside of it. What? This is fucking ridiculous. Hang on, I gotta find it. Now. And and it can fly. Really? That's, that's the second clip. Of yeah. course it's going to fly. Wait until you see it before, before you really... I'm bringing it up! Because it's fucking ridiculous. God damn! Now, when Juxta saw this... Hang on, hang on. Oh, I feel bad for the numbers. Juxta do. said that this would be his shit if he still played. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, right? What the fuck is this? Are you looking at this? the flying one, though? It's like, it, you know how, like, an emperor comes into town and they yes, carry you Yes, I know what the... I know! <laughs> How do you think this flies, though, Nero? No, click on the flying one. I don't. I feel know. so bad for all of those Namazu. Oh my god! Shut up. They're pieces of data. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. No, just watch it fly. Watch it. I'm fly. watching it walk around, and I'm just like <laughs> creep the fuck out. Oh, it gets better. It gets better. Oh boy, I can't wait. All right, let's we'll bring up the other one here. Oh, this is the dumbest mount they've ever created. It's awesome. Fuck you, Nika. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, oh God. Wait till it zooms in. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like hanging off of it. Poor guys. This is so stupid. It's like they're not even trying oh, to like, I like hate to, to make things fly anymore. You know, oh, now I they're just like just fucking it goes into the air. Big deal. Oh, I fucking hate oh, it. I feel so bad for them hanging there. Yep. So there's that. That's that's all there is to look forward to the Namazu quests. Then basically that, and you get to make a fucking <sighs> festival. Ugh. Woo. I'm glad that uh, Square Enix is uh, uh, living up to their standards of storytelling, right? Tarot, tarot, fucking festivals. Uh, in the housing market, we have a bunch of new items, including a picnic basket, stove, bucket and broom, Moogle and Namazu bento box, gold saucer festival award. Uh, it looks like the basketball mini game. Uh, housing item. There's a clip. We, I don't want to fucking watch that. Uh, the guest book. This is actually what I'm actually really excited for because I want to make like uh, uh, if, if people use it little uh, little new segments where we read from the guest book on the show. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Oh, for sure, yeah. So um, you can get one for indoors and one for outdoors. You can like messages, leave them yourself as well. Uh, you can only leave one message per day, and you are able to moderate messages to be public or not. So they've given us Aorzia's version of Facebook. Great. Yeah, but uh, look forward to it, guys. This might be one of the only things that Limit Break Radio actually does in the new patch. Uh, let's go to our phone lines and talk to Nikona. What's going on, Nikona? All right, dudes. How's it going? Good. Thanks for calling Limit Break Radio. What's going on? No problem, man. I'm just uh, phoning in to help the get screw off Limit Break Radio fund. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is very, very good. I mean, the fact yeah. the fact that that we're hearing your voice and, and everything, that is so far a strike against Skuro and a strike for Lloyd. So yeah, that, that, I dug around for a topic just so I can ring in, mate. All right. So what do you yeah. want to talk about? 
Uh, no, I was just uh, arguing with Tara in the chat, but um, <laughs> that seems useless. Yeah, at three twenty-five in the trailer. You uh, can see Gaius. And oh, three at three twenty-five. All right, I've yeah, still actually got. I've actually still got the trailer up. Okay, so we'll we'll bring the trailer back up on screen. If it's in again, if it's in the 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 weapons refrain, it makes sense. Did they? Yeah, I, I assume it's going to be part of the. Yeah. Now, did they? This this is what everyone is claiming is is Gaius. Okay. Now uh, could be Nika. He says, oh yeah. What? Um. With uh uh the uh Bahamut Ultimate, like is that just like a uh is that canon in some way or is it just it just exists like the Bard's story type things? I which is like don't oh, believe it's canon, but I okay. guess I am not a hundred percent sure. All right. Well, I'm sure I'm sure Taro Taro in the chat will let us know if it's actually considered some type of canon thing or not. <laughs> but if these are just little bonus exists within a bubble type thing, then who the fuck gives a shit who is or isn't actually in them if it doesn't have any relevance within the world itself? Well, Taro Taro seems convinced that this is Balthier, which I don't know why they would Wait, attach okay. Balthier to, <laughs> to <laughs> it's, Ultimate it's Ultimate. But OK. All right. It's okay. a voice actor, I think. I mean, he says, oh, dear. And it's a person with a gun putting it behind his back. Could be any number of people. Yeah. I mean, it's this, it, this whole post credits has got to do with Ultima, though. Yeah. Why would the football there in the post credits scene to do with Ultima? And if you look at his um, his body piece that he's got on there, I didn't notice it until I subjected myself to main storyline quest <laughs> roulette the day. It was horrific. I was bored. I was that bored. Um, I'm sorry. But I got Praetorium. And Gaius has exactly the same body piece on in Praetorium, but you can't see most of it because of his um, helmet, because it covers his shoulders and it covers the front of his chest. Mm. If you stood behind him, you can see it's the same body piece, same arm pieces, and he's got the same hilt on his gun blade. Interesting. All right. It very well could be. It would make a lot of sense that Gaius would... You know, be back in some shape or form. Yep. Be uh, interesting, though, to see him without his helmet. Yeah, uh, Dodge also says that Ultimate is the Bard's tail, so just a, a retelling. Yeah, so, you know, take that with a grain of salt. Probably not going to end up being canon. So Gaius yeah. is not actually back, but he's kind of, you know, for the purposes of this story, he's back. <laughs> that was it. That's all I wanted to ring in for. All right. Hey, thanks for giving us a call. Uh, take care. Thanks uh, Thanks again for the call, uh, Nikonia. If you want to give Limit Break Radio a call, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Help contribute to uh, Scurro getting fired. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's Gaius or not. I, I, it very well could be. It definitely looks... You know, there's, there's enough circumstantial evidence to say that it's Gaius. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, so it could also be that we're getting a Gaius glamour and that that's what drops through this. That yeah. could be. <laughs> right? But how upset would the end game ultimate people be if all they got were glamours? Oh, come on. Of, of, of Gaius Van Belsar? I think that's something that I would want to do. You don't do. think that they would need there to be stats on there? That, Dude, that's that's a glamour so badass that it would make me kind of look at it and go, ah, that might be worth it. But you have the O hat already, so yeah, exactly, right. exactly. Uh, yeah. Speaking of the uh, the weapons refrain, which is the second ultimate challenge, yes. Uh, so you start with Garuda, and apparently, if you touch the wall, it equals instant death. Uh, Titan and Ifrit will also appear. Uh, they said this is shorter than Ultimate Coil, but that does not mean it will be easier. Interesting. 
Okay. What'd you do to piss off that bird behind you, by the way? I don't know. I'm mean, just really angry. Kick the thing? It's like chirping at you like yeah, crazy. Well, well, whatever. Yeah, all right. Um, and then uh, Heaven on High. Now, we don't get to see uh, a whole lot of this in the trailer, but uh, we do have a, a preview clip here. Now, we're not getting... Uh, oh, oh uh, something else to mention, too. We, we're not getting the weapons refrain until patch 4.31, and uh, Heaven on High, which is the new deep dungeon, we're not getting until 4.35. So uh, you can enter at level 31 and above with one to four players. There are 100 levels. And uh, in regards to the new weapons, you can enhance gear. And you can also exchange 10 points of strength for a unique token. And uh, you exchange a given number of tokens for a new weapon. Now, apparently the old Palace of the Dead, uh, well, the, or the other deep dungeon Palace of the Dead, is also going to be updated to utilize this same system. Interesting. So... Yeah. Have they gotten rid of the Pomanders completely? No, no, no? they are still okay. using Pomanders. There, right. are, there are some changes to Pomanders, though. Um, uh, it says that the Pomanders that transform you into enemy NPCs, those are being removed, okay. and they're adding three new ones. Pomander of Incapacity, which uh, applies innervation to all enemies on the current floor. Uh, Pomander of Concealment, where players will be invisible to all enemies and traps. And Pomander of Petrification, that will ap- apply petrification to all enemies on the current floor. Hmm. No, okay. but the freaking like, uh, what's the big, the Manticore one was so cool. Yeah, I mean, they were fun. They were fun. But we'll see how these these new ones end up working out. Uh, we also, uh, uh, before, they had mentioned like primal summonings within Deep Dungeon. Uh, and it says that you can use certain Magicite, which will be obtained through silver coffers, up to three, to call upon primals and use their powers. Okay. So that, I guess, could be fun. I I I mean I guess it depends. I'd, I'd have to see the mechanic. Yeah, uh, you see, know. see it actually actually work in in action. Yeah. Um. Uh. It also mentions allied NPCs. There will be minions to help you out. Uh. The Komenu increases damage dealt by nearby players. Uh. The Inugami, which is apparently a puppy, decreases damage received by nearby players. And there's a fat cat that restores the HP of players over time. All right. Nah, that's. I mean, I, that's kitschy enough to make yeah, sense. Yeah, I guess. Cute. Um. Yeah. Uh, I guess what I'm most interested in is is at least on here, and again, this this could just be the way from coming from the the the, the French translations is that you get to enhance gear, not just weapons, but gear. Because remember, we said if it's literally just weapons again. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I I do think that that's a step in the right direction. Although yeah. I have to wonder, I I have to wonder what you know, like what purpose they're going to end up serving, right? Like like where in the whole of 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 the eye level, especially because considering um, we're getting this in in uh, patch uh, four point three five, then we're getting the next Eureka in four point three six, and so if the weapon literally less than half a patch later is going to outclass. The deep dungeon weapon, right? Yeah, yep. I, I, wow. I definitely have to wonder where the, this is going to end up going in the, you know, in the eye level spectrum. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Yep. That's uh, that's all we got on uh, Heaven on High, though. And then there's uh, some some clips here uh, pertaining to the Redorana Lighthouse, which is the new return to Evilies. Right. Uh, the first boss in here is going to be Famfrit, and. Uh, can see Moogle and NPC with you apparently in there. So again, I I don't recall the lighthouse from the actual uh, uh, game itself. No, and, uh, the the way is it from th- tactics or twelve? No, it's from twelve. It's from twelve. It's from 12. Yeah. I think yeah. it's it's 
I mean, I remember going there, and I think that's about where I end up stopping the game, but also taking into consideration where the the storyline sort of left off with the uh, Rabinasty storyline. It wasn't it that uh, uh, Alma got kidnapped or something like that, and so we're going to to, to chase her down, right? Well, I, and I think it's a little bit, I, you know, like definitely the the environment design is really great. I think it's a little disingenuous for them to just kind of like stand there at the base of it and look up and be like look at how much there is no preview yeah like come on that's kind of bullshit right like we're, i i agree yeah it's, no, I'd, it, I'd rather wait and experience it though i don't want to be spoiled for it i mean you don't Just have because to spoil of how, it how though. good these environmental designers are like with 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 a uh, raven aster i just feel like there's so much even though there's a few things they could have done better i still feel like going through the waterways and looking around all the environments was just such a surreal experience the first time Nika. i did it no there's I, a I'll difference agree, between previewing something and spoiling it to me a good preview would tease you without spoiling anything but i mean i, I, I just feel like if someone was maybe not familiar with the way that the game you know like the the content gets added to this game they'd see this and be like oh my god there's going to be so many floors and so much exploration that i get to do oh super let down you know what i mean like it yeah, yeah like come on that that's that sort of sucks but mm-hmm. again i mean you know if they're showing off the environment fine whatever yeah. the environment's very good we we already knew that we're also getting some additional updates to the performance feature oh whatever actually there's a second video of uh of, of the lighthouse here as well and it looks like it's the uh the first boss platform and it's all i mean of course it's kind of you know run down and, mm-hmm. and a bit destroyed like uh like you know rabid nasty was so i mean it'll be it'll definitely be interesting again the uh, environment designs uh always very good on uh on on these raids but uh I'm, I'm gonna be interesting to see the way that they end up tying in tactics to this one yeah, yeah, because I actually, we, we were pretty happy with the way that they did in, in the first one. I mean, overall, especially when you compare it to the way that they did Omega. Right. Um, they're <laughs> introducing color filter settings to assist the colorblind warriors of light. That's actually really cool. I know, I know, it is. And it's something that I think they mentioned a while ago, so. All right, like if you cool. click on it, everything's like red and green and or yellow and green and purple. It's actually really neat. Are, are we actually going to watch the perform feature? No, I, I mean, I was, no, I'm just trying one, they to just play one note. I'm silly. just, I'm just trying to go through and uh, and have all of the clips. Oh, all right, all right. right. Um, we can, actually, we can we can check out the the colorblind mode because I know that this is going to be kind of a big deal for you know for, for, for some, some people, players, yeah. 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 But that's actually, um, you can kind of take a look at it there. Um, I think that that's a really great feature to have. Like, yeah, I mean, out of all the features that they've been adding. Yes, this is one that I can look at and be like, oh, yeah, sure. I'm glad that, that you put this in here. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, they also announced the Fan Festival for Europe. It will take place on February 2nd and 3rd, uh, 2019. What about tickets? Do we know anything about tickets? God damn it, tickets. Uh, well, hold on, because this, this is going to be in uh, Paris, France. <laughs> and the, uh, the NA Why'd one. Why would you say it like that? Because France. Uh, the no- North American one at Las <laughs> Vegas. Uh, <laughs> Gay! Of course, we'll know it's going to be at the Rio for November 18th to 17th. Six, 16th, and, 16th, um, 16th to 17th. Uh, no, actually, I don't think it mentions anything about when tickets are going to be available. Boo. Yeah. And then, of course, there's uh, going to be the one in Japan in uh, Tokyo, uh, 4th through the 6th from March. Wait. There's, what no, is there? Hall 4 to 6. It's the oh, okay. Mess Hall. Okay. God damn it. March 23rd to March 24th. There you go, at the end of March, yes. It's like um, you've never read this before. No, well, not wrong. 
Um, and then they mentioned the uh, the Eorzea Symphony stuff that's going to be going on, and um, that's oh Hollywood cosplay, Hollywood red carpet cosplay walk. I wish I could go. That sounds cool. Cosplayers can walk the red carpet in front of the Dolby Theater and the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Why, why don't you reach out to Square Enix? I mean, we're not invited. We're not. Inv- we're not invited. We should have been. I mean, I mean it's the sixteenth. I could actually do because the fifteenth is the last day of school, so I can't do the fifteenth. But it's on the sixteenth. I could do that. Well, reach I mean, out. If we if we <laughs> yeah. uh, if we moved our flights from E three, we might be able to stick around for it. But I doubt that we we would be able to do that. Stop us at the gate. Where we? I mean, we'd need like a couple of a couple of nights stay somewhere. I don't I don't know anyone out there. Yeah, yeah, hey, either. Kooky, can we come <laughs> crash on your couch or something? <laughs> Um, and uh, uh, the worst. Uh, again, mentioning uh, Cookie said she's already sent SCPR. And they oh, nice. nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing. Got nothing. Yeah. That's not a surprise yeah. at all. Yeah. So uh, again, uh, we're going to be getting all of this. This this seems like a lot, right? We we talked about how this patch coming up seems like we're going to get a lot of stuff. Yeah. But of course, in uh, traditional SE fashion, we are going to get this in a slow drip content sort of way. Oh boy! Yep. Uh, the ultimate uh, weapons refrain will be dropping in patch four point three one. Hildebrand, by the way, which they really didn't show anything of, is also going to be dropping with the Heaven on High Deep Dungeon. What Um, was the last injection of Hildebrand that they put in there? Wasn't it just the the weird preview thing? Or, Nika, have you been keeping up on that? No, there was another one. Yeah, Um, like, I remember they put in another... It was last patch sometime. It wasn't good, though. I don't think... It was okay. No. No, it was... It, no, it, it was better than the last iteration of Hildebrand. I That's think. not back saying to the, a lot. The, the last back one was literally mystery a thing. No, Hildebrand's been back. There was two. There's been two iterations of Hildebrand. The very, very first. Oh, you mean the full iteration is what you're talking about? Okay, all right, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, there's been two, two Hildebrands it's, now. It's, so it's the first still, one was like a preview one, and the second one Hildebrand actually. It's still a pale Com- comparison yeah. to 2.0 Hildebrand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, we're getting that along with the Deep Dungeon in patch 4.35. So what are then, we supposed to do between 4.3 and 4.35? MSQ. <laughs> And Ivalice, I guess. Uh, I, the new dungeon? Yeah. Oh, oh, and and um, the Oriental Namazu Festival. Oh, Fuck yeah, there's you. that's your Beastman quest. I always do those. Yeah. So. And then in 4.36 is when we will be getting our Eureka Pagos. Man. Right. So. Man. <laughs> are you shitting me? So. 4.36? <laughs> How does Square Enix? How, how God they, damn it! How do they manage to delay the second iteration of Eureka? Especially because the first, like, the first one came in four point two five, right? So four point three six—that's more than a patch later. It is. Yeah. God it damn is. it! <laughs> so, so on May twenty second, when this patch drops, you can knock out the MSQ in your first day. And start doing your Namazu Beast Tribe quests, and then you really just have to do what? Evilise once a week? Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Until Deep Dungeon, which you probably is only gonna be used for character leveling, let's be honest. And so yeah, just wait for four point three six. Are we gonna Eureka. get are we gonna get Deep Dungeon in two injections of it again? Probably. They'll probably add another hundred floors onto it. Honestly. Oh, well they made it sound like there's a hundred <sighs> floors and after thirty is supposed to be hard, so Really? Okay, okay, right. Yeah. They did mention that this is supposed to be a lot harder. Uh, um, well, at, they said after hmm. floor thirty is supposed to be four man challenging hard content. So if so really, think, if it really is, I will spend between four point three five, four point three six, just doing that. But, if it's actually, but what Nika, what if what if that's it? Because 
if it's just weapons again, they're basically going to be saying, all right, do this to super challenging, hard content, but just for the content itself. Like, if there is no type of reward for you I don't you think it would be end, weapons anyway because you're recently okay, weapons. Okay, no, stop. If there's well, wait no, a type, on, if there's no type of reward in there for you whatsoever, are you still going to spend weeks doing it? Well, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. It, th- whatever rewards we get out of Heaven on High have got to be one step below Eureka Pagos because it comes out later. They're not going to put Eureka Pagos out and and have that... Like be lower than heaven on high. Well, hold on, not what the final product is, because that that would help to uh, uh, make heavens on high a little bit more relevant. If it, uh, although people, you know, were yeah, able but to the, do the the fucking eureka gear doesn't even get to your tone level gear, Ugh. right? But when they said floor thirty and beyond is going to be hard, challenging four man content, I'm thinking raid level. Four man content. I would think so too, but the rewards would seem to think, and and especially the timing of the patch would would seem to say that the rewards are probably not even going to be as high yeah, as the tome rewards. Well, if you remember when they came out with Palace of the Dead, that weapon was invalidated two weeks later. Yeah. when you were allowed to upgrade your tome weapon. Exactly, and and this is pretty much. I mean, it's not the tome weapon, but it's the it's basically the the relic weapon stand in. I, I, I mean. Do uh, does does Eureka Pagos coming out in in four point three six instantly nullify any rewards from Heaven on High? Because I have a sneaking suspicion that it might. It will, however, if you haven't been keeping up on Eureka, or depending on how long it takes to fully upgrade in Pagos, it may still be worth it to have gotten your Heaven on High weapon. But it still seems like it's same old Square Why? Enix. Why though? Like uh, uh, objectively, you know, unless, dude, unless the uh, the the next Eureka gear ends up being significantly worse, like not five levels eye levels behind, but ten eye levels behind. You know what I mean? Like, how do they do this? How do they balance that? How do they balance another set of gear? Maybe it's equivalent to Eureka with different stat allocations. I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. But knowing that both weapons and gear are going to be coming out of Heaven on High makes me really yeah, curious. I'm yeah, I'm actually not 100% sure it'll be gear. You you upgrade You gear. enhance okay, gear, right. but that could also just be a translation type thing. I honestly have a really bad feeling that this will be Palace of the Dead for this expansion and operate in all the exact same ways it did. Uh, that would it make sense. It's supposed to be different, though. Well, it's supposed to be harder, and yes, palette swaps, but what I mean by that is the only thing that Palace of the Dead really stood for last expansion was a fast track to level cap. And, you know, I I think that it's kind of shitty that they're going and changing the original Palace of the Dead. Why can't you have two different game type modes? Like, Well, I think it's just the way that you get your weapon. Yes, because remember in the old one, when you turned in to get the new one, it basically reset you back down to have it oh, right, level right, up right. again. Okay, which, that makes sense. honestly, I didn't mind because, again, you have to put a little bit more work into it. Now, this is kind of basically saying, like, all right, once you get that weapon, you ain't got to worry about being gimped again. Right. Okay. All right. That That's a better explanation. Uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype. 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Let's go back to our phone line and talk to Nutella Waffles. What's going on, Nutella? It's going good. How about y'all? Thanks for calling Limit Break Radio. What's going on? Well, I was um, 
going to call in, especially uh, because I heard they were making some changes to Dark Knight, and that's good because I used to be my main. Um, and they're buffing up the potencies, and I think this is good. It's going to address a lot of the current balance issues that I've noticed between the tanks. So I think this is uh, Square Enix moving in the right direction for once. I definitely agree. I mean, dude, I don't know. For for some reason, there was one guy on one of these FF14 uh, Facebook groups that was just oh like boy. going heavy on the Dark Knight memes one day. And oh, I remember that. that I do. No, like you <laughs> like it, it wasn't it, like like, have you ever seen somebody try to troll and they just get nothing like no one trying react. way too hard. Yeah. yeah. And like everyone's just like, dude, what the fuck was that about? Like, you know what I mean? Like no one no one gives it the air to enough to be like funny or or hit the nail on mm-hmm. the head. That's all this was. But it was like seven to twenty five posts of that shit. Wow. And people were just like, why do you keep posting this? Like, like they weren't even like triggered or anything. Yeah. They weren't even incensed in any way. They're like, what? I don't under, why, why do you Are keep you doing okay? it? Yeah. Like <laughs> more concerned. Do, than we need to, do we need to call your mom? Is everything all right? Um, but yeah. So, I mean, I agree with you. It'll be nice to, to, to get some buffs, uh, in this net, in this next patch cycle. But you know, for ninety percent of what I'm doing, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, and you know, it's where yeah, it would matter. I've never, I've never been booted from a group, or you know, not been able to do something because I was a Dark Knight. So you know, I, I, it's it's good, but I, I don't think that I care that much about it. I mean, it's going to help for a lot of people who felt that Dark Knight was just unplayable in raids, whereas. Um, it's that's just objectively was not true i mean the first world first for ultimate was cleared by a dark knight and a paladin it's not for anyone who says the meta is the meta and you have to play it i just want you to just oh i ignore the meta it's stupid in this game it doesn't matter it doesn't matter in this game it doesn't like there is an ultimate best but the thing is is that anything in this game can do anything and i i I feel like that's how it should be because well that's how they programmed it yeah and it should be that way i really dislike the mentality that like oh we can only take this group for raid and if you want to raid you have to be this job and no. i don't think you i don't think you run into that kind of rigid thinking as much as you used to um you know that i i not think I, yeah it's not as bad it, a lot of that has kind of died down but i mean you know again a lot of it has died down and and subsequently well maybe not as a result of but you know we've also seen kind of the break apart of a lot of statics and and uh end game link shells and stuff over time so you know the i would say that the end game community is is very disparate at the moment so you know i i i do think that that is um you know that that you don't run into that attitude as much because you can't right like you can't if if you're going to get picky on what jobs you're going to bring or not bring then you know what you're probably not going to end up having a run tonight you know like that's kind of the dire straits that the ff14 overall population is in and you know i think that that's a, a way bigger problem than you know raid composition I mean, that's a little column A, a little column B there from my experience. If you're in a static, you can be a little bit more picky um, because certain jobs like Bard, unfortunately, do have, suffer a lot if they don't have like a Dragoon with them. Not just for piercing, but battle litany. Their whole rotation is wrapped up into crit. And if you're not getting those crits, your whole rotation goes to shit and you can lose a lot of this, uh, a lot of DPS. Whereas something like Dark Knight, it's just how you play the job. If you play the job good, who cares? But 
you know, it's kind of little column A, little column B, whereas if you're a pug and you're pugging everything, you don't really get to be picky at all. You fill up the party, you go. If you can't clear, it's probably because someone's messing up mechanics. If it's a DPS issue, kick that one guy, find somebody else. Don't worry about the jobs, worry about the mechanics, and you'll clear any raid in this fight, in this game. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that that seems to scan. That checks out. So, um, yeah. Thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. Have a good one. Thanks. Uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Uh, we want to hear from you. If you've got uh, any opinions about the latest live letter, uh, you know, some of the buffs, some of the changes, uh, have it on high, you know, the, the latest 24-man raid. What are you excited for? We want to hear from you. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. And I, I did, you know, I have been noticing a bit of a disparity between the tank jobs and, you know, Dark Knight getting the brunt of the, uh, I don't know, the the hate, I guess. I can don't know, put, for lack of a better word. Can we get Paladin back down in the gutter? Honestly? Yeah. Yes. Welcome to what I had to deal with for an entire raid cycle when I, everyone would yell at me to switch my job and I said no. Now I'm playing the melee DPS as one of the least, so whatever. Fuck off all of you. <laughs> like, I just, I, I don't know. Like, I just don't care. You know what I mean? Like, like all of that kind of endgame posturing of like, you know, uh, and I understand why why certain composition matters, mm-hmm. you know, like there are definitely certain jobs that have some synergy. I get that. Um, but, you know, just like uh, just like uh, Nutella was saying, you know, with the with the tank job, as long as you're playing it correctly, then it really shouldn't matter. They should be all fairly interchangeable. Um, and, you know, I, I personally would like to see more. Um, you know, more things that make each one of the jobs unique and different from one another. But Square Enix has basically said, listen, we want to program this so that, you know, really anything is acceptable. And if that's the core tenant of your game design, then it doesn't serve the bottom line to make them different. Yeah, what what would be unique is only in the aesthetic. It makes this game easier to balance. That's pretty much right on. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's some differences. You know, this job gets a gap closed. This job doesn't get a gap closed or whatever it is. You know, there are small differences. But in, in the grand scheme of the way that all jobs operate, most jobs, uh, you know, are fairly, are more similar than they are dissimilar. Mm, you know, uh, 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 I have to add too. You know, when when I was first reviewing uh, all of these notes from the live letter and stuff, and, and and I get why, but I I was actually pretty disappointed that we didn't get much of a preview of of Eureka Pagos at all. I mean, obviously, being more than half a patch out now, uh, you know, they they need something to talk about at the next well, what live would, letter. What but. would you what would you expect them to talk about exactly? Like what they're going to do different with Pagos from from yeah, from Eureka, Amino, yeah, or, or from, Animos. from Animos, yeah, yeah. I'd li- I, because remember, one of the things that that's hinging right now for us is yes, what they did with Eureka was a was a change in the right direction. It shows that that they're willing to do some change. But the for me at least, the only other big sort of issue that Square Enix needs to work through besides their uh, shitty storytelling is they have to and show distribution. 
yeah, they they have to show a willingness to take something that people like or something that's worked, and instead of just copy and pasting the exact same thing every iteration, to evolve it and keep what is good and add more to it. See, now this is what makes me a little bit nervous about them changing some of the, you know, going back and changing Deep Dungeon in any way, shape, or form, right? Because that to me implies like, oh well, we couldn't we couldn't design two different systems. They have to be the same system. So we have to make some concessions in the old stuff to the new stuff. If they if they put out Pagos and all of the new stuff that they add to Pagos is also added to Animos, that's going to suck. It also seems like unnecessary right. work to have to go back and redo that. Or well, but I mean, if like if it's you know if it's if it's one mechanic that you're relying on and it's sort of like a copy paste between the two if you adjust one in pagos it would adjust it in animo so it actually may be an, an indication would of it? lazier development than anything um, oh my well, god it depends on what the system is it depends right yeah and and i mean i say that not knowing what's in pagos or seeing what's in pagos but i i didn't expect them to talk about eureka at all but you're right really you didn't no not in not in this live letter because especially if they're pushing it off to 3.6 yes that's insane that's what now makes sense to me if they're gonna 4.3.6 whatever it is (laughs) god damn i just didn't say the four point thought it was a little bit cumbersome (laughs) um but no you know that that to me is uh you know they're gonna they're they're saving that for another live letter because they're gonna need something to talk about in another live letter Mm -hmm. um but i am right there with you that i do want to see how the next set of notorious monsters are going to be evolved right like how what are what what are you going to change in the pop mechanics where are you going to change for the requirements to be able to pop those nms Mm -hmm. you know what what kind of creative things can you do with this system that you've designed to be able to challenge the player base make it harder uh make it more interesting make it more engaging how do you get it to where it's not just the nm train there are a couple of core issues that i think that they need to solve moving from animos to pagos but i don't think that you know they're going to talk about it just yet let me ask both you and nika this right because obviously with eureka i think that they gained a little bit of favor back with some people you know people that were maybe sliding off before you know might have found something to 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 hold on to a little bit right but you know i mean already a lot of people even within that first week had gotten their weapon and gotten a bunch of their gear and stuff so if pagos comes out and it is copy paste nm train just upgrading stuff further do you think that they're going to lose any of the goodwill that they've made? They're going to lose all of it. Uh, I think they're going to lose I all mean, of it. I think they'll lose a lot of it. I can't confidently say all of it because, I mean, like, I'll probably spend as much time in Pagos as I did in Animos. I got three weapons, two sets of gear. I will probably do the same thing. I will upgrade those three weapons, two sets of gear. Stop. Okay, see... In, in that vein, though, I think anyone who wasn't falling off, who was just happy and content with what they're getting, fine. I think that they'll just accept, all right, this is just another thing that they've given us and go on with 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 their day. But I think anyone who felt like this game is lagging and, and saw Eureka as a potential beacon of light, yeah, if, it is exa- if it's copy and paste, NM train and then one Pazuzu... Oh man, I can't. I can't imagine. It's, it's definitely going to have a final boss because we but, already right, know right. It. But I mean, well, just in like the just same way, one. But. 
See, but yeah. again, again, it, it, it's going to have the same core system for sure. Like we already know yes. that the four fiends of Eureka are going to be the four from Mystic Quest or whatever they're from. And, but there are, and so this is going to be the snowy one. And that's just what yes. it's going to be. But the process of getting from the beginning has to, to be that final boss has to be different or yes, more challenging. I agree. I, agree. I think I, I mean, the idea of NM tiers, I think, is something that I would like to see come back and be a little bit more solidified in the system. I also think a great way to be able to break up the nm train is by having force pop items is by having which they actually did mention they were thinking around about how to uh, i don't know uh, what the right word or terminology is but basically so that people can't just leech on or show up at the last minute if they haven't put work into it if there was force pop items though it would almost be the same thing the train would go to the force pop spot farm the item until somebody got it yes. and then go and sp- well, hang, on, the hang on it would be the just, same bullshit that's just one that's just one way to break it up i think it, 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 you know if you have that as your initial tier everything that everyone learned from eureka animos would be able to be put into into play right so you've got i don't know let's call them 10 nm scattered throughout this map that that you need a force pop item to be able to spawn right so that takes care of your first tier that nm that you then kill will like pazuzu drop some kind of item not feathers but some kind of item right those items could be used for entry into a instance so then that is definitely a way to break up the nm train because now you're back down to a full party right mm-hmm. you're you're not you, mm-hmm. you, you know it, 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 you have to change tactics you have to apply some strategy you actually like the people going in have to know what the fuck they're doing they're not just going to be mashing on an nm until it dies or n- until the higher level people you know come in and kill it then also the level sync feature would actually serve a purpose you would actually need to form parties according to level unlike now where you can just have anyone in there and they'll be collecting xp if you have your second tier as a you know as as uh, requiring a a key an item or a key item for entry and it's an instance off of the zone that you need to be in the zone to enter you can't just duty finder into it i think that that is a, a much more interesting nm system than what we just got with eureka animos and it builds on top of animos in a very meaningful way because now you're taking all of the skills that you took from animos and applying them here in pagos Mm -hmm. and it takes the nm train not completely out of the picture but for that next tier up definitely does well and when we talk about the pop item i mean yes and in its simplest form it's just an item you get that you put in and something spawns okay now everybody can kill it but the concept of the pop item is is that you put in work to to get the right to participate right right, right. so if you uh, same, actually same have thing to be, same thing with an entry item exactly right? like an entry if, item. If, if you if you it, let's say square enix and x something like this system if all party members needed a a item that means that you would have to spend time farming low tier nms you to ha- be able to make sure that everyone can enter the instance or, or even if it's just farming normal monsters you actually have to be registering hits and damage so when something drops you get it that way you can't be one of the people that just stands there just doing AFKs, nothing yeah. exactly until it pops up if you're not actively contributing you cannot get whatever this item or this status is to go on to the next 
part. So, right, like that solves a couple of problems right there. quite a few, yeah. Right. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there are definitely some creative thinking that, that Square Enix could apply here to make this really awesome. Let's go back to our phone lines, and uh, we're going to go ahead and take our last call from Piggy. What's going on, Piggy? Piggy. I'm Mateus. What's going on, dude? What's, what's, what's up, guys? Long time no see. Yeah. How you doing? Thanks for calling Limit Break Radio. I'm doing all right. Uh, we're going we're gonna to drag this conversation back to uh, the new uh, Deep Dungeon. Okay. And I, I I don't know, uh, chat might, but uh, I don't know if like uh, our weapons and armor stats from Palace of the Dead are going to transfer to Heaven on High. Oh, they better mm, they not. Do. They shouldn't. Yeah, I don't. I mean, they're totally separate. Mm, the fact that they're copying the new system over to the other system. No, it just sounds like they're adding tokens to Palace of the Dead. That's it. Like yeah. it's not. But, I agree. It shouldn't though. But, but if it does, like. That's going to eliminate some people from doing it all together. Like me, if I'm at ninety nine ninety nine, what's the point of going in where I can just go get my weapon right out for the only class I practically play at this I point? I don't think that's it's going to be like that at all, especially because Palace of the Dead existed when the highest cap was well, and, 60, and, and, if they, and now we can get to level 70, and so I feel like already the first few floors you're going to be getting from 60 to 70. Well, and if they did, I think what they would, like in this situation, if I was Square Enix, then in the new one, you would need to be at like weapon level 200 to get it because yeah they wouldn't allow you to just have everything saved up and look at the way that they do tomes yeah i i mean and and the thing is is that you know square enix seems to be um uh what's what's the word um sectioning off um um god god damn it what is the partitioning off compartmentalizing compartmentalizing two different parts of the game where you know through tomes and through rating they want to try to keep people coming back on a week-to-week basis that's why we have lockouts and tone caps right Mm -hmm. then with eureka they seem to drop all of that and they're like yeah if you want to get everything in 48 hours fucking go for it and i i don't think that they have that same approach to deep dungeon i don't think it's going to be as much of a poop sockable event as say eureka was because i don't remember the old deep dungeon being poop sockable like that. right right maybe i'm wrong though i didn't do a whole lot of the last deep dungeon so you know i i think having the requirement to do the previous deep dungeon that's very dangerous i i i don't see square enix doing that they don't like to do that prerequisite thing very much piggy oh i'm sorry uh I, I also had a second uh, question that uh, just now slipped my mind, of course. Oh, good. Oh, th- th- there it goes. All right. Uh, do you, you guys are probably going to agree with me, but I don't think there's any way all the content we're supposed to be getting, even later on with the littler patches, is going to hold us over until the next major story patch. Um, it depends for me on what the hard levels of Deep Dungeon are. As well as how complicated Eureka is. Because if Eureka is in 4.36, that means that it's only, you know, that's pretty close to 4.4 at that point. So it, re- it really just depends. I can't say that anything's... Ha- <laughs> First of all, I, I, I think it's funny that, that what you're looking for forward to is the next major story patch i'm more concerned about uh, about being you know uh uh staying held on to the next eureka patch that that's what i'm most concerned about right now yeah i mean i was hoping that after this live letter after this patch i'd be like oh shit i really need to get on finishing my eureka stuff now 
but I, I actually probably well, have what, another month and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah whenever, reasonably. Whenever yeah. they announce, they actually talk a little bit about the next Eureka, you might feel a little bit more of that, but they haven't I mean, gotten to that point yet. They're they're not going to yet. I mean, I'm doing that now because like, I've been not playing this ghost town of a game for a couple months now god it is such a ghost town it is i mean especially dude like i i I, and and i know that people have been joking about oh there's gonna be an eso podcast next but i mean like i have been putting a little bit of time into eso and just to see a a populated game world is almost shocking to to me to be fair eso is all in like one giant server and then they create like multiple instances as, as necessary. Right. Um, so I think that if 14 was in one giant server, it would feel populated too. I mean, probably. I mean, it, it's just there's no compelling reason to go out into the overworld ever. I mean, I've yeah. been trying. I've been clearing quests. I've been going back and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll do dungeons and then I'll uh, I'll go clear a couple of quests on machinists just to be able to grab the experience from it. And. Uh, there's just no one it's a fu- it is like like piggy said it's a fucking ghost town you, you know doesn't matter where you go any of the Stormblood zones fucking ghost town the only place that people are ever are are the city zones that's it so why even have an overworld uh, why not make why not make your entire world shardless like you know eso does or like that would Guild take Wars significant does. money and upgrades for square i mean I, to do. I yeah probably maybe for for 5.0 that's something that, that, that they'll do we did just get new servers so don't put too much expectations on <laughs> that's fair piggy did you have anything else oh uh, no that, that's about it i've been i mean i've been waiting for a part of the episode where i could throw my two cents and not really happening since i've been so tuned out lately dude i i feel you man i feel you it's 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 a struggle to even want to log in to to do you know roulettes or anything it's it's just it 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 sucks especially this deep into a patch like you really feel it this deep into a patch piggy thanks for the call man yep yep did you have a last point oh uh i was just gonna say like i just like i want to keep playing the game but like it's just hard when there's nothing to do no i agree totally agree piggy man thanks for the call appreciate it uh all right i think that's gonna do it here for today appreciate everyone uh hanging out it's been an interesting discussion it's been an, an, an on-point discussion with no juxta here i know right every time he's not here we have actual discussion it seems like a different show <laughs> Today's episode was brought to you by the slaves of Juxta. Serve him or die. Hash praise Juxta. Okay. That's just weird. It's, it's it, When he's not here to follow it up with some dumb comment, it's just weird. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to respond to it. Right. All right, guys, that's going to be it for Limit Break Radio. Thanks so much for uh, for listening today. Appreciate having you along, all 147 of you. Stay tuned because we're going to send out a host over to Checkpoint Radio. By the way, a couple of things about Checkpoint Radio. The Checkpoint Radio Twitch channel can now accept 
subscribers. Woo-hoo. So if you have a couple of bucks lying around and you want to get access to that sweet, sweet checkpoint chat emote, then head on over to Checkpoint Radio or uh, twitch.tv slash Checkpoint Radio. We're going to send a host out there in a second uh, to uh, to go subscribe to the channel. It does help support everything that we do here at Limit Break Radio. Also, patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio to support the show. We are officially above $1,300 the last time I looked, which means that the Let's Be Real podcast is going to be starting up in about three weeks. All right. So uh, we're going to get that together. We're going to start that up and it's going to be a monthly show until it hits the uh, the, the the funding requirement. Mm-hmm. So as long as it stays above thirteen hundred and I want to thank everyone that's been, you know, generously giving over at patreoncom slash limit break radio. Uh, as long as it stays above thirteen hundred, the Let's Be Real podcast will remain a once a month show. So you'll be able to pick that up at uh, at our podcast feeds, uh, the 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 final encounter cast feed. We will eventually get lbrnetwork.com running. Uh, Zemless has fallen off the face of the earth. So yeah, I haven't seen actually anything with him either. I know it's driving me crazy. So uh, we're get, we're definitely going to get uh, lbrnetwork.com up and running uh, as soon as we can. But uh, expect about three weeks until the first episode of the let's be real podcast but that's going to be it for limit break radio stay tuned because coming up next over at twitch.tv slash checkpoint radio we're going to have the weekly re-air of the checkpoint radio show this was a great show and by the way if you're sort of used to us uh doing the the live show a certain way over at checkpoint we tried something new and we actually are featuring music from weird at last's brand new album called the darkest timeline so if if you like the music that we use over on checkpoint uh the latest album from the chip punk rock band weird at last they floated us a whole bunch of instrumentals we use them even on the live show so stay tuned if you want to catch a little bit of a preview of that next that's coming up over at twitch.tv slash checkpoint radio i want to thank all of our callers today we had a lot of callers thank you so much uh appreciate all of you guys helping to get scuro fired i think lloyd did a pretty good job i think lloyd was, was he, he was actually doing stuff like i thought good. he was just gonna shadow today but yeah excellent no, kooky said we, we need to make him a mod on the discord but other than that he was doing everything he could excellent well great lloyd you did a fine job way better than scuro so we're gonna start giving you some more more responsibilities here uh, between Limit Break Radio and Checkpoint. But thanks, guys, so much for tuning in today. For the Limit Break Radio crew, Kahlo and Nika, I'm Aniro. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. This episode was produced by Kahlo Landis, Juxtaposition, and Kooky Persona. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Nexian Theta, Hirsch Fersh, Tyne Vieira, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at Facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. 
Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at Facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at DiamondMM.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. 